Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bad Take Sports Podcast. It's episode 18. It's me, Luke. I'm here, and today I'm joined with this guy right here. The Blair. That guy right there. The Dan. This dude over here. Sam. And special guest over there. Corey. Cool. Come into the mic just a little bit. I don't want to come into the mic. That yeah, you sounds do. dirty. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's accepting and it wants you. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to talk uh, today. We're going to talk some uh, Steph Curry injuries, uh, the Nets resting players and getting fined, uh, Zach Wilson, Jordan Love, the Bills, a bunch of good stuff. But we're also going to debut our all unit team, our all unit unit, I guess. Uh, True. The best units of. All time and in any sport, like the we're gonna have this unit team. Uh, if we wanted to do a three on three basketball tournament, our unit team would dominate. If we wanted to do a flag football tournament, our team would dominate. Volleyball, golf doesn't matter. True, the all unit unit, and we're gonna debut that today. So, uh, we should probably wrap up with the unit unit, right? Mm-hmm. Probably, okay. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. All right, so first, <clears throat> what we're going to talk about is we're gonna talk some MBA. Um, so, Sam, we're yes. going to talk uh, about your sons. Okay. <laughs> so, I would love to. So, so go ahead. <laughs> not, not your illegitimate ones. Yeah. <laughs> not my bastard sons? Oh, <laughs> damn. Just my, my basketball team. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're the villains of the league. Uh, everyone hates the Suns now. As, as we went from uh, we went from we went through a life cycle. You see, we were the darling upstarts in the bubble. Um, everyone loved us then, you know, we went eight and no, still didn't make the playoffs. Um, and then the next season we dominated, went to the finals. We were up two Oh on the bucks, uh, got swept after that four in a row, uh, lost the finals in 2021. And then that's when the narrative started popping up around, you know, frauds, et cetera. And then the following year made it even worse when we were the best team in the league by far, won 64 games of the regular season. Um, and then that playoffs, uh, everyone <laughs> knows. Luca. <laughs> uh, well, we beat the Pelicans in the first round, and then the second round we had a seven-game series with the Mavericks where famously we got blown out in game seven at home, um, and this uh, team got booed off the yeah. floor you, by you got, the home you got team Luca. fans. Yeah. You got Luka. It, it was happens. bad. So ever since that day, uh, the Suns have been pretty universally hated amongst uh, NBA circles, um, media included. Uh, the media is no big fan of us lately, even though we have Chris Paul, which is you Chris know he's Paul's usually dirty now. Yeah, I mean he's Chris Paul's been a dirty player his whole career, but you know, we won't talk about that. He, I agree. Listen, I, 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 I love me some CP3. He is the GOAT. I hundred percent he's one of the great point guards of all time, but uh Um but yeah, Chris Paul's uh, you know, doesn't garner any favor amongst uh NBA fans because of his antics. Um but here's the thing. At the end of the day, the Suns talk a lot of shit. They haven't backed it up thus far, and that is really the ultimate reason for the, the villainy, I guess. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I like shit talk personally. I think it's it, it, like in the, in, in the spirit of basketball, absolutely. like I feel like you should be shit talking all the time, nonstop win or lose. Yeah. Like, I think that's so important to sport. And it, what I've noticed is like, it depends on who's doing the shit talking. Like if Devin Booker's talking shit, everyone hates it. But if Luca's talking shit, everyone loves it's, it. Yeah, it's so ador- it's like, it's adorable and endearing. Exactly. <laughs> I think he's got the most annoying fucking face when he's sitting there mouthing off and is like, well, Listen, I can't I do agree. anything about it because you've scored 38 <laughs> points already. So, but I still respect the up. shit talk. Like no matter who it's from, like I, I love seeing some some talking shit. But for most NBA 
NBA fans, it's uh, only you can talk shit. This other guy can't. Like, when the Warriors talk shit, it's justified because they have four rings. And I, I somewhat agree. But I think all teams should be able to talk shit free from judgment. But, you know. In the league in general, who do you think has a better, um, I guess, just, I don't know, is seen in a better light? Uh, Booker or uh, someone like Draymond? Uh, I mean, that's current. Booker does not punch Currently. his teammates in yeah, the face. Yeah, I think Booker Everybody probably has a better. Draymond. I was gonna say, I yeah, think I Booker don't think I know anyone who's like, oh man, I love Draymond. They may like the player, yeah. but like, okay, okay, yeah, let's yeah, say yeah. Zion. Uh, oh, Zion gets yeah. is well way more loved than Booker, or gets okay. more love than Booker. Well, that's yeah, what's happened sure. when you've played six games since you've been drafted, so yeah. you don't have enough time to be hated on the court. <laughs> right. True. <laughs> true. We'll see what happens when the playoffs roll around. But yeah, so no, I would say there's like a handful of players that get a little more hate than Book does. Mm-hmm. LeBron being one of those, you know, right. he's you he's know, LeBron. You when yeah, you're top exactly. of the mountain, you get it. But uh, Book <clears throat> gets a lot of fucking hate for somebody who's like in his eighth year. Stayed with one team his right. entire career. Right. Like he's hit all the hallmarks you would want like a star player for a franchise to hit. I, I will say this: yeah, his like his really... complainy face is really punchable. But that's yeah. not just no, him. Absolutely. Like when he's when he yeah. is whining at the refs, I'm like, stop. Every player does it. <laughs> yeah, every player every does single, it. Yeah, every single. I don't know if it's it. a, he he Kobe is, Kobe used to do it. <laughs> Kobe used to do the same thing. He had to, it was just extra punchable when he was yeah. bitching at the refs. You're just like. Get it? I get it, Kobe. I get it. You're exactly. Kobe. It, it's cool, and I think Booker kind of has it. Tatum is the same way too. Oh yeah. When Tatum is bitching about calls, Luka. I'm like Luca. Yeah. yeah, it's like your face Harden just gets really especially. punchable. Harden has a really punchable face when he's. Um, screaming did you guys refs, see uh, the um, broadcast after Harden passed Charles Barkley in the all-time scoring <laughs> list? <laughs> yeah, I did. That was great. With, with inside he's the just, NBA, yeah, yeah, he's just sitting there and he's just guys. I can't believe he passed me. Yeah, he congratulates. He's like, records are made to be broken, and Kenny goes, "Yeah, but you didn't have a record. You were number twenty-seven. <laughs> you were just a stat point." And I was like, "Oh." Oh, they're being rough to Charles right now. <laughs> hey, top thirty of all time, though you can't. Right, you can't. Stand for, for now, <laughs> yeah. For now. I mean, let's let's talk about everybody that's yeah, going to pass him up. We're not doing up. Charles Barkley slander no, on this podcast. No, okay. absolutely not. I was just absolutely making not. sure because no, no would one, be no. on my all unit team. Uh, maybe, maybe, time. maybe that's your next year pick. <laughs> you're right. like, well, I thought we had like, to do current players. Like, no, no, all time. All time. So I honestly you, almost you feel like we need to adjust. separate as like yeah, a yearly team and an all time team. Yeah, it has to be current player. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, that's why I picked I, what I, I picked. I think but... current players is probably a good way to go because you go yeah. all time. There's some dudes, right? Say, right. Like, like how well, do you, you do you a got unit? The fridge, man. Yeah, like, that that was literally gonna be the next thing out of my mouth. Let me bring this one up. Tiger Woods. You're talking about the most dominant stretch in a sport in history. Yeah, but he's not a unit physically. He doesn't need to be physically. When we say unit, we kind of also mean the low-key comical body type that you don't expect anything from. That's oh, right. sort of well, what we, we also go. mean. Correct. <laughs> Current uh, players, Mackay Becton, always hurt, giant man. Got it. True. Uh, okay. Um, wh- what's going on with Jake Crowder? Uh, so he's on the trading block. He's being um, kind of a little baby, in my opinion, not playing any games. Uh, he's made it clear to the front office that he doesn't want to play until he's traded. Um, so it's just a matter of when he gets traded, not if. Okay. So um, what? Yeah. Where do you think? What where do you, do you think, think a yeah, good spot for him? 
Um, the Hawks have been brought up repeatedly as a possible destination, uh, which makes sense. Atlanta's trying to make some uh, playoff strides, and right. Jay Crowder could lend himself well to a group like that. I've also heard uh, the Wizards in the mix there. Mm. That's more of like a we want Kuzma kind right, of thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's there's been some three-team trades thrown out there, but uh, I think ultimately it probably goes to the Hawks or the Wizards because okay. I want either John Collins or... Uh, but I Kyle feel like Kuzma. the Suns are going to come out of this on the, the short end of the stick, no matter who the trade goes with, because it's like, it doesn't, from what I'm understanding, it doesn't feel like the Suns have any leverage in the trade right now, because it's like, they're yeah. not getting anything out of him. That's correct, yeah, and it depends on how much we give up. One thing that's big, like, hampering it a lot is we can't trade our first round pick until new ownership right. is decided on, Oh, um, mm. because, you know, Robert Sarver's in the midst of selling the team. Thank God. Finally, after all these years. <laughs> Just um, in time to sell it to a uh, but, Qatari yeah, uh, conglomerate. <laughs> or Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, God. It's the same thing. Sponsored by Amazon. So when is uh, Bezos going to just buy himself a baseball team? He's going to buy the Royals, and then it, he's just going to throw ungodly uh, amounts no, of money no, at it forever. No, Bezos for Bezos. the Guardians. Please, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, if you hear this, listen, buy listen, the Guardians. Listen. I need a World Series. Please, dear listen, God. They're from Cleveland. They can't have anything nice. They kind of <laughs> do. My, my Cubs kind of took their last best chance right. at a World yeah, Series. I have Sorry. watched them blow multiple World Series in my lifetime at this point, and I'm over it. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I saw the one against the Marlins back in the day, too. That's, I remember that's that. That's one I, I remember. That. <laughs> oh. Yeah, bad times in Cleveland, unfortunately. The only offense in history to score at least 1,000 runs. Cleveland Indians slash Guardians. In 2019? No, no, I was in 90... Mm. The, the oh, year they yeah, lost yeah, to the Marlins in the World Series. 97. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Good series. But yeah, lots okay. of crazy stuff. So um, we're, we're, we're hamstrung until the team gets sold to new ownership, and uh, I think Blair's right. We probably come out the short end, no matter what we do. Depends and on like how everyone right. keeps trying... And from what I've seen, is like every team is like, can you put bridges in that trade too? And it's like... Uh, that's that's the co- that's the part of the core that they're not trading. Yeah. Well, I will say, if you're trying to get John Collins, you're going to have to give up more than Jay Crowder. No, I'm, I'm, like obviously, yeah, obviously, it's yeah. going to be Cam Johnson, Jay yeah, Crowder Cam picks. Johnson is like, the, yeah, absolutely. You're not getting coos though. It's yeah, I, I know it's not. a pipe dream. I, 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 I would I'm love talking it. poetic well, justice here. But Kuzma's wanting out regardless. He's going into unrestricted free agency this offseason. Right. He made that you, just, just to go back. Ago, he's yeah. going to go back to the Lakers. It, yep, yeah, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Poetic justice. The Lakers <laughs> sent Kuz and a first for Rondo, and now they're going to have to send another first to get Kuz back. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> That'd be great. Kuz plays better away from L.A., and I think he knows that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. plays better away from LeBron. I don't think he goes back to the Lakers, but we'll see. So wait. Hold on, I didn't. Maybe we missed it. Do you have an inkling of like what the root is of the Jay Crowder? Like, it seems weird to me a that Jay Crowder is even involved in any kind of drama, or b that anyone cares because he's not like important enough now uh, to like well, have so that matter. Jay Crowder wanted um, like starting money, I think. Oh, like, geez, come and, on, Jay. Uh, the front office wasn't willing to give it to him, so at that point, he's just said, "Okay, trade me. I'm not playing until you trade me." Jay so Crowder was, like, was barely a starting level player when he was with Utah like four or five years ago. Yeah, wasn't he the uh, lead three point shooter on the uh, finals team? Uh, he was. Well, he was. Uh, no, made he, the most. He threes. made the most threes. He didn't shoot the highest percentage, but he made the most threes in the regular season. Booker made the most threes in the playoffs. Ah, uh, so. bre- breaking news: Argentina just won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, four two on penalty kicks. Lionel Messi, the goat. 
all I have to it's say. It's nice that he gets his like kind of ride off into the sunset moment now if he chooses. True. Uh, he's not retiring. He's going right? he he so to ride money. off into the LA Galaxy sunset. <laughs> I've heard some rumors about things like that. Anyway. <laughs> Well, was it Messi him or Ronaldo that was talking about going and playing for Miami FC? It was Messi. Messi? Mm-hmm. Which would be I, fucking insane. Can you imagine Messi in a major league soccer team? I would go to a beautiful. real game just to see How Messi. How old is Messi now? <laughs> like 38? Yeah. He's old. I mean, he's, he's pretty old. But he's like one of those global icons. It would very like, much be a David yeah, like Beckham getting, kind yeah. of thing. LeBron James on Those YouTube. major league soccer ticket sales would be fucking unbelievable. Skyrocket. <laughs> it's where you go for your last cash grab before you <laughs> retire. It's like, it's like the inverse of when like retired NBA pros go to like Taiwan. Or China, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Messi goes we're to the, America. Yeah, we're the Taiwan, though. <laughs> yeah. That's what everyone that's done uh, at this point is Latin. Oh, like, true. Let's true. be honest about this. Oh, man. <laughs> but hey, if we uh, think Messi's coming over, we should just go ahead and buy those season tickets to <laughs> Real now, <laughs> so we can sell those tickets when Messi comes for. Oh right, and get prime. our money back. Hey, Ronaldo's <laughs> next, bro. We need Ronaldo in the U.S. That man, he'll, be... he'll play for LA. He'll play for LA. Yep. East Coast because Messi versus West Coast. Miami, you got because Beckham owns that team. That's why he wants to play Mm, in Miami. Yeah. And then LA is LA. Ronaldo just needs to sit in his giant mansion with his 17 supercars and disappear from the world. Yeah. It's getting to that point. It seems like he he doesn't get it. it. He strikes me as a guy with a bit of a god complex. Of course he is. I mean, how do you not? I get it, but also, like. It's a bad look if, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe his coach is just being petty by refusing to start him to, like, make a point to try to, like, give him, you know, force some humility onto him, but, like, I don't know. Dude, you you the, can't force humility onto Ronaldo, man. Because well, he literally, because not only did he have the spat with his own national team, that's literally immediately after getting into a spat calling out the team he played for, the club he played for it, in England or whatever. Yeah, yeah. where he literally yeah, just yeah. went on, like, a, a, the equivalent of, like, a 60 Minutes interview for, like, a whole hour and just straight trapped his organization straight up was like yeah i just have no respect at all for the head coach like yeah but when you've got that like um that level of talent there's like a level of like um acceptance for behavior uh, but yeah winning cures everything exactly winning cures everything so that's what everybody says i still think i mean it's up to the individual like i don't personally like accept it like i refuse to look at someone like that as a role model no denying the talent the production of course but like what i want to invite that on my team at like a 37 year old guy who's gonna cause that many problems yeah but he's not like i try to avoid it let's talk about this though like as a Jets fan, everyone knows I hate Tom Brady probably more than any person known to mankind. Could you imagine Tom Brady pulling something like that? No. Like, there's just no way. That's yeah, but if he did, like, Joe Montana, we would Steve Young, never would have happened. <laughs> and you're talking some of the yeah. greatest talents yeah. ever. Yeah. And that's in kind Amer- of In American that, football, like, yeah. But, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm we're talking, role. like, global fucking right. superstars. Like, Tom like, Brady is not a global superstar. Well, we want to talk about global super superstars. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of taking it back to, to wrestling. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> so, Jordan Burroughs is the greatest American wrestler of all time. Okay. Anytime he is on the mat with somebody from another country, but you're does talking he have guys like from the... Russia, Ukraine, guys that idolize this guy. But are you telling he's me he's humble. on the same level of like renown as like someone like Ronaldo or like? Uh, if you pay disagree. attention to any kind of Olympic sports, yes. So okay. I would say he I mean, has. I would argue LeBron is darn near that level of global. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, so he's Jordan. Like, like yeah. Like, that's all my point is i understand like right, sam's point right. is totally correct and that's how reality like yeah. works i'm just saying that 
it is still an individual choice, regardless of what power level you're at, to kind of give right. in to those temptations right. and yeah, be exactly. that kind it's of just, person. It's a little you ridiculous. You still get to choose to be <laughs> right. like that or not. Okay, uh, we got a couple more um, basketball stories I want to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. First, uh, Steph Curry got an a injury. I believe it was his right shoulder. Yes. Um, <sighs> that looked pretty bad because yeah. it was a it was like a tension. He had the ball. He had his hand on the ball while the guy was going up. And he just immediately let go yeah. of the ball and grabbed his shoulder. They're still, they've just said a few weeks. Yeah. Like they haven't really said what it is it's yet. The, it's but... like the Chris Paul heel situation. Right, where right. They were like, yeah, it might um, be day to day. It was like several weeks. Yeah. Right. So my question for you guys is how do, how do the Warriors keep up any sort of playoff hope without? Uh, Jordan Poole has to be incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, he kind of has been recently but uh yeah without jordan Poole's production they're fucked and oh. they need to win on the road yeah. they can't win on the even yeah. with steph they couldn't win on the road you can't you can't repeat you can't go back if you can't win on the i for one i'm here for the warriors downfall <laughs> oh i thought it was already it over i was celebrating yeah. it two years ago like i was like finally <laughs> we're done with them and then they come back and uh, they're like are you fucking oh, kidding how I many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man <laughs> guys yeah, how are we gonna just disrespect clay thompson's name like this Easily. Uh, Clay Thompson's uh, kind of washed. At how this do you point, forget the other Splash Brother? I'm well, sorry. Well, because, because, because have you seen the Warriors' record right basically. now? Basically, do you know where the Warriors are in the standings at the moment? Yeah, they're horrible. They're, they're like 12. they'll be lucky to make a play-in spot. Yeah, I, I, so I get it. That's but... where the Clay Thompson disrespect is coming from. <laughs> yeah. Clay Clay Thompson can oh, still yeah. ball. No, he can he still can. shoot. He but can like, shoot. He's extremely streaky. His, his lateral like, defensive quickness has dropped off. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he's and destroyed his knees. My, my no, biggest, no, my no biggest beef with Clay Thompson him, comes just, from the like in the uh, finals with LeBron. You know, he's sitting there shit talking, being all smug and stuff, and then him in the press conference crying because he's like, "No one's had it harder than me coming back," and it's like, Clay. Bro, you can't you can't Many be like don't be soft and then be soft. You can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean you finally know what it's like being on the other side of that and you're like, "Oh man, this kind of fucking sucks." Plus he has four rings. He can wipe his tears away with the fucking hardware on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, he, I, literally. I don't I don't have sympathy for people with four rings who who, who act that way. So but, but I mean, I think the the, the over the the takeaway from all that is just that like He's just not going to be enough to carry you through this because other teams yeah. are going to have other capable. Sh- Everybody's got a 39, 40% three point shooter on their team, usually multiple. So, mm-hmm. like, if that's all you are now, you no longer like stand out as some like great player. I mean, because yeah. at, at that point, you're no better than Boyan Bogdanovich. I mean, he could still no drop a 40 piece yeah. McNugget. Oh, yeah. So, Boyan Bogdanovich. But, okay, uh, so but he doesn't provide that same the movement that Steph yeah. Curry does to that offense because right. he just can't oh, no. physically make, and, and he couldn't do all the running well, around. Let's be honest, exactly. you don't replace Steph Curry. No, you don't. No, no. Jordan, it's just Jordan never going to happen. Right? Jordan Poole is going to try. He's going to try. <laughs> so, like, so yeah, he turns the ball over a bit too I'm much. I'm just worried that he's going to get into hero ball mode exactly. a little too. And no, and that's what he tried to do in that game at Utah before we got right, lucky right. and like stole the win at the end. Literally, <laughs> literally stole the win. Steve Kerr was so upset. Okay, so 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 this is this is my take on it. And again, Jordan Poole, four four year, one hundred and twenty eight million oh, yeah, dollar contract. You have to play for that. You yeah. have to, and this is the time that you show that you're worth that money. Um, he's not even better than Jalen Brunson. We t- and we talked about Clay. Uh, we talked about Clay. He's got he's got to improve. Mm. Like I, I know he's still on his recovery or whatever you want to call it, but if if this is it, 
then there needs to be another answer. Um, I think uh, what that team would need with Steph Curry out, too, is like on-court leadership. Mm -hmm. Like someone out there to... You know, kind of be like, all right, let's go get them fired up. But also, give me Andre Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but I think, I think, I think it needs to be a mix between veterans like that and someone like uh, Draymond. Draymond mm. needs to t- grow up a little bit and be that guy to kind of you know calm everyone down when it gets worked up. Not just be the hype guy. Be the hey guys, t- take a breath. We got this guy. But also, I think a lot of it now comes on Steve Kerr. He's got. All these young players, and we've been waiting for him to make the transition from the big three to um, to these new guys like Kaminga and mm. and Jordan Poole and stuff. This is when you show, Wiseman. yeah, why is it? This is when you show that that works. Yeah, like so. start making game plans around Looney and Kaminga and and Kaminga's, all these guys. So Kaminga's been getting better. Right, right. I gotta and, say, I wonder if Wiseman's gonna just be a bust. <laughs> Like yeah. at this point. See, this like this is what I think that they need, though. Mediocre. For, for them to succeed at all or even have a chance to play in, to just keep everything level until um, Steph gets back, that's what I think. All right, yeah. next, we're going to jump over and talk to the Nets uh, after they were fined $25,000 for failing to comply with league policies governing injury reporting. <laughs> um, they sat eight players. Um <laughs> In back-to-back, uh, and they sat uh, Ben Simmons, Nick Claxton, Seth Curry, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, and TJ Warren in back-to-back games for non-injuries. Did you see what they – that was kind of – was that in retaliation to the, like, fine? I think the next uh, – No, no. Did it you see what they did in retaliation Yes, the they listed everyone they listed on there. They listed every single person on their roster. Against the, the Spurs, report, yeah. But they listed them as, like, probable and then listed some random <laughs> fucking injury. It okay, listen. So, so I so I saw that. your fans. Right. So I Stop saw it. that, and <laughs> and this this they don't care about their fans. So this this kind of triggered me on um, play on on the sitting of players and mm-hmm. load management and stuff like that. It's been kind of a hot topic for the last few years. Thanks, Kawhi. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, easy easy over there. That's literally he be may be actually he may be like just actually hurt all the time though. Kawhi. Yeah, I think so. But do knees are. But yeah, so no, so this is this this is I want to get your guys' thoughts. So on I looked it up on average, um, NBA players will miss on average twenty eight games a season for load management. Just in general, just in general, that is a lot. That's a lot of games. That's a third of what, the season. What man. is what is your what what would you guys do to, to fix this situation? Because I have something. I have a couple things that I think would work. Shorten the regular season. But Easy. there's a problem with that from the monetary side because then players yeah. are making less and networks are making less, and they no one wants that. Right. Right. Well, but then you're like, gonna have to that's... eliminate back to backs completely. Mm-hmm. That's step so, one. And that might be it, right? You you lengthen the season. I don't under well. Who cares? It's already hell along. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. so long. What's another three weeks going to be? So you yeah. can eliminate all the back to back. So so for me, this is my argument for cutting 10, 10 12 games off the season. Make it even seventy. Mm-hmm. Even seventy games, or even if you want to go seventy one for a tiebreaker, whatever. Right? 70, it did work so okay that, in the bubble, right? So. so that that takes out you know ten games out of that average on twenty eight, right? Which is you know if it's like you know a player misses on average a season ten to twelve games for load management, that's a lot like more palatable, right? Right. Um, but the the thing that I think of from the monetary standpoint is 
you can then take those 70 games because you have 82 games worth on your schedule, right? right. You drop 10 out, you're able to then kind of spread those games out so you're not having back-to-backs, and you get more nationally televised games mm. because you don't have to decide between are we going to show the Spurs and Nets or are we going to show the Lakers and Pelicans Both. because they're playing at the same time. Since they're not going to be playing at the same time, that's and I guarantee you they make more off a of TV revenue than they do in-person ticket sales. So the, and then oh, also yeah. will would benefit smaller market teams to yeah. get more national coverage, like Portland, right? You can ask someone over in New York, like how many Trailblazers games have you ever seen? They'll probably say, oh, you know, when they're playing the Knicks or when they're <laughs> playing the Nets, that's when I see them. But I, yeah. I don't know anything about that. It'll give more exposure to the, the league. Lakers, yeah. It'll be it'll be bigger, um, more money for like. Again, the Knicks won't make as much money. The Lakers won't make as much mm-hmm. money. But the Spurs will make a little bit more money. The right. Heat will make a little bit more money. Whoa, right. whoa, whoa. So. Me as the New York teams, uh, we, we can't have any of that. <laughs> right, no, no, right. no. we got to have right, the most right. money we can. We so can. so that, that's my, that's my, I agree. my take yeah, on I it. I think shortening the season would go a long way into like lessening injuries. Right. Um, Right. Creating, uh, but I still think there will be some load management with the seventy games. Right, and again, as well, and yeah. again, if but it so being like cut down by now, yeah, yeah it, it being cut down by ten games mm-hmm. and not will e- help. And, and not you're even, not doing back to backs, and not even just back to backs, but a lot of teams get screwed with this like three games in four nights, with, right? Like, right, late, right, really late fly out on Sacramento, and, and then they got to like, go to Charlotte the next day and play mm-hmm. at one a.m. right or three, one p.m. Th- I'm gonna try to be like super quick, so I don't like okay. So right. three quick points that I've pretty much all ripped off from like JJ Reddick podcast and also just like a ESPN Plus article I paid for like a year ago. Okay, point one: <laughs> the entire league low key runs off of caffeine, like an insane right. like low right. key. Right. Everybody's just hopped up on big coffee head coffee shop all the time, like Jimmy on Butler's. the plane everywhere they go, yeah, bringing boy. it in their bag, like. All these dudes just have to live on coffee because of their freaking flying and sleep schedule and all that. So that's thing one. Thing two, part of the reason they need all the load management, according to the players, is because the space and pace of modern play forcing you to kind of cover everybody and do five rotational switches all over the floor from 30, 28, 30 feet away from the basket. They argue um, just the mileage just wears on you game by game season by season more so than it did in the 80s where eight dudes are in the paint in the paint playing volleyball for offensive rebounds you know what i mean like right. i can't say that they're wrong like if you look at the average like speed a player runs at today mm-hmm. like it's a little higher than it was 10 20 years ago look at the overall <laughs> space they have to cover per possession it's greater yeah, so there is an argument to that and then you know the the third thing is just that they they need to not yeah have the like the such late scheduling where they're flying in and out at right. like two three in the morning. It's just scheduling needs to be. It's better, just yeah. weird. I don't know exactly how you fix that, but it just when you think about like I'm no pro athlete, but I can barely handle playing twice a week before like my knees, my shoulders. It's like. Yes, you, you get in shape, that's your life, you get used to it. But, like, still, three games and four nights at that level while you're all, like, hopped up on caffeine and, like, sleep-deprived, like, it gets... Yeah. I can imagine players being like, you know, I just don't have it tonight. Well, yeah. it's one of those things, like, having played collegiate sports, you're, you're always hurt. Yeah. Always. Little, There's always, always yeah. something going on. Like, even now as a coach, yeah. right, I'm always hurt. Something's right. always 
always wrong, right? Yeah, like in, in baseball, something's always yeah. slightly up with my arm. Yeah, like yeah. broke broke my neck last year in practice. You know what I mean? Like something is literally always wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but my knee, my shoulder, it's and it is what it is. But it's like <clears throat> just bring Jeff Bezos in, put everything on Amazon Prime, make the season an entire year and call it a day, right? Like so we're gonna monetize this thing. Let's just monetize it. Right. <laughs> well and you know and let's and let's make it easier like week. if we want to improve things like the scheduling for the players and the fans, then we gotta do stuff like get rid of these stupid blackout restrictions when people like why is it not just yeah. free access for any time of day people want to watch and then that would in turn free up the schedule makers to be like, you know what, I don't have to put this game at like this exact prime slot or whatever. I don't exactly. have to anyway. I hundred percent agree. Yeah, and it's it's scheduling conflicts get hard, right? Especially when you have NBA overlapping with MLB, overlapping yeah. with the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I get scheduling conflicts get hard. Yep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because who doesn't want to watch America's favorite pastime, right? We want to watch baseball. All right. We you know can't, what I mean? We can't, but, we can't have everything at 7 p.m. You know? right, exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's rough. But everybody's, you know, on that work grind. All day, every day. Not everyone's lucky like me and gets to sit in an office and I get to watch sports if I want. <laughs> right, right, right? right. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's, it's there's, there has to be a way. But it's also sometimes the best ideas are the ones that get shut down because right. no one cares. Right. That's, oh, yeah, because that's the other that's the other low-key thing. Because we don't want a league either where, you know, the, see, the thing about the tough guys of the 80s that they don't uh, advertise until you actually hear them sit and talk amongst themselves is that, yeah, they fought through all those injuries because they were all, like, constantly being injected with, like, crazy powerful painkillers and stuff that's not even legal on the market today. <laughs> like, True. They were all doing cocaine and smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. The well, they're doing right. that too, but then, but then on top Hell of that, yeah, like there, there's even an interview on TNT, one of those like round ball discussions with like Steve Kerr, Charles Barkley, right. Kenny, you know, like Shaq, a couple other dudes, and they right. were all just laughing and joking about all like the pills they used to have to take to get through every single game, uh, and that it got funny. to a point where they once you couldn't get through it even with the pills, that's kind of when they knew, yeah. ooh, I gotta retire. Times have changed for sure, and it's like so to me expecting that, like, oh, well, you're just a pussy if you don't put yourself through that is an unrealistic expectation even though we are paying them stupid amounts of money it's a little crazy to just assume people should be willing to like ruin themselves like that right yeah but i guess the flip side to that for me okay is you have guys like lebron and again i'm one of those guys i'm not a lebron fan right Mm -hmm. i'm just not i don't like the guy i could be on the bandwagon, he's the best right now, so I have to hate him, guy. Right. But this dude puts millions of dollars mm-hmm. into his body every single year. Like he's three million. Stop NBA, buying yeah. stupid sports cars and take care of your body if you want to continue to make money. <laughs> I mean, he also has sports cars, but <laughs> well, you, you get my point, right? Yeah. Like, every, not everyone's yeah. making yeah, like if you're five hundred exactly. million dollars yeah. a year. For like, sure. If you're a t- if you're a ten million dollar a year player, maybe don't get the Rolls Royce and just get yeah. the, the the chef and the trainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Like take care of your get a, body. Get a BMW instead. It extend it's nice. your career yeah. by another five or six years. Right. And make and more money as a result. Right. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. you can go and buy your Rolls Royce. Right. Right. I mean, and some people are just lucky. Like I I think there's some element that we'll never quite know of just how just like gosh dang yeah. good genetically some of these guys are that's just oh yeah they're just a hair less injury prone than other people you know yeah, yeah. well i mean again lebron yeah, right LeBron's this dude is built durability, like yeah. a tank yeah straight he's up an absolute tank right like right. and genetics they play mm-hmm. i don't care who you are look at guys like you know take it to the nfl to brickishaw ferguson 
The guy missed one game his entire NFL career. That's crazy. And he still played the game. He just didn't start it. Um, Mikael Bridges on the current mm, roster yeah. of the Suns. He's on a. I think he's the longest streak he's of games played in a row. Man, yep. He never missed a game in college and has not missed a game in his pro career in over like That's five crazy. seasons, which That's is crazy. absolutely insane. So there, oh, are, must there, be are, nice. there are those exceptions <laughs> where it's like. Yeah, some people are just more durable than others. It's All right. Kind of wild. Okay. Um, so we are now going to do a. We're going to start doing these little little sections here, um, or little little segments. Um, but uh, this one, I, I, it, it's it's basically my autism uh, jerseys. And and stuff like that. I am all about that. And it's, shoes. And shoes. Well, that's that's part of it. That's that's part True. of it. So this segment, part of the uniform. Yeah. Come yeah. on. So you, uniform in general. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is this is a, a segment we're gonna call Luke's looks. So on this one, uh, I found a list of the best and worst uniforms from every NFL team. And um, we're going to go through them. I sent you guys the link so you guys can see pictures. I'll put the link in the show notes so everyone else can see. Um, but I have some disagreements with this list and some, like, you know, full, full on, you know, I approve that. I will co-sign everything there. So the first one, we're going to start with your Arizona Cardinals, Sam. Oh, yeah. um, so their best jersey uh, was the 1989 to 1993 away jersey. That's the, uh, the white with the red numbers with the Arizona flag on the side. Back when they were the Phoenix Cardinals. That's correct, yeah. Um, and their current worst uniform is their 2005 to present away jerseys. With the, And and I can tell as I'm looking at the, the man that put this list together, he is very, very um, down on any of those jerseys from the early 2000s where the shoulder is a different color than the rest of the jersey. So yeah. just 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 uh, no, I, buckle I up for that. I hundred percent agree with that take. Um, it is well, their best jersey was that flag jersey. Don't know why they ever went away from it. And then yeah, the mid two thousands just they tacky. should just we had to we, had we to still wear them. We still wear them. <laughs> right, bring it back. It's no, like, no, no, no. Oh you God. have a black version now. Oh, yeah, thank God for that. Holy shit. Okay, so next we have the <laughs> Atlanta Falcons best look is their seventy eight to eighty nine home jersey with the red helmets and the red jerseys and the white pants. Um, and their worst look was the 03 to 2019 away jerseys. Again, same kind of theme. Or, yeah, yeah, same same thing. I don't know. I think the Falcons. See, I have a, a soft spot. So when I was younger watching football, I was a Mike Vick fan. And when I think of Mike Vick, I see those Falcons jerseys. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know about the hate. I think I think the 78 to 89 logo was a little corny. I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. I think okay. I better with Nostalgia the... doesn't overcome right. that looks. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just doesn't. So uh, so next we have the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, their 2016 their to 2019 color rush with oh. the gold letters and the gold stripe that. down there. I mean, they're not. They're not bad, but their worst one, I 100% agree with. The the very first year Baltimore Ravens. Um, Never even in seen it. Yes, and you know what? I, I'm sorry that I've put this in your eyes now, but um, <laughs> they were bad. black? Black pants like with the whites. It's, it, yeah, it's just dark purple. It's I'm just got sorry, a B Corey. with wings. Um, we just watched a punt return touchdown from the Detroit Lions. Oh, um, man. All right, Buffalo Bills. Best. Jets are frauds. <laughs> They're frauds. 
I'm giving up on this franchise. Um, I quit. Uh, Thirty Buffalo years Bill. of pain and suffering. I cannot do this anymore. Okay, uh, Buffalo Bills' best look is their uh, 2011 to present home jerseys, and their worst is again 2002 to 2010 away jerseys. Any, anything that's got color on the shoulders. I do not remember those two. They were yeah. They're awful. Marshawn Lynch oh wore that was like rookie Marshawn Lynch <laughs> stuff, but. That being said, I like the red helmet. I like the 90s look for the Bills. Yeah, the Jim Kelly is... 90s. Oh, the, that jersey's terrible. Yeesh. But, like, again, I, if, it, if it's me personally and I'm in charge of the Bills, I take their current jerseys and give them red helmets instead of the white helmets. Even though the white helmets, there's nothing wrong with them. I enjoy them. Uh, next, pa- Carolina Panthers, the, their home jersey that they've always had from – Existence to now. Yeah, like the, the teams that with come the... in with black in their jerseys or have a black primary jersey when they start always look good. Yeah. Yep, so it's just the black with the silver pants and then the silver helmet. And their worst look is their 2019 home alternate with the black I don't pants. I see why. The... It looks fine. I don't think, I think the Panthers have ever had like a bad uniform. That's what I think it is. Like, and that's right? the worst uh, of their jerseys. That, and that's what, the, yeah. that's what the, the thing says. It was a, there really fine. isn't a bad Panthers jersey. Yeah, but like, if I had okay, to pick Okay, the solid one. teal is kind of bad. It gives me Detroit Lions vibes when yeah, I look at it. Okay, now we're on to your Chicago Bears. The 1974 to present home, which tells you a lot just there, the just the time spread there, right? You know, and it's iconic. The worst look, the 1994 throwback. I would submit this is one of just the worst ones, period, of all time. And if any, it's bad. There's there's someone. There's there's another one out there. The poop and pee Broncos. I can't even (laughs) stop looking at it. Don't worry. I don't know those between those and the uh, Steelers throwbacks. At least you know if you just made the pants black, it wouldn't be so bad. At least these are creative. Yeah, like the top part. I mean, yeah, you kind of look like a prisoner, but if you just had black pants, it'd be <laughs> there's, there's mid-match. There, there's others. We'll get there. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, 81 to 96 home, uh, which is the, the, the tiger stripe helmet, um, black with the white pants and the tiger stripes on the shoulders and on the pant legs. It's the Bengals. It's, been, it's, it's so iconic that you can see now that the new jerseys are going back to look like that. Um, yeah. Worst Bengals jerseys in 1968 to 1980 away. That's not where that fair, All the jerseys looked like shit back then. What are we talking about? <laughs> hey, hey. Packers know, dude, jerseys the, the Jets great. jerseys back then were San Francisco like... was the same thing. Uh, okay, so next. Best look for the Cleveland Browns. They're uh, 1975 to 1983. Uh, they're 2003 to 04 home, and they're 2020 alternates. It's the brown jersey it's, with the orange pants. It's what I think of when I think of the Browns. I think <laughs> I think this is like the inverse of the Panthers, where like none of the Panthers jerseys, but are all of the Browns ones look bad. Every yep. single yep. Browns yep. jersey yep. is bad. Honestly, yeah. the least the least offensive Brown jersey or the Browns jerseys is the white jerseys with the white pants and the orange helmet. It's that is the, the least offensive Browns jersey. The least, the least amount of jersey. orange and brown in it. <laughs> Yeah, it's... The least offensive Browns jersey is the one that's not on Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take, I'll take <laughs> that shot. I'll be that guy. Okay, okay. Oh, I'll, I'll be, be that guy. Deshaun oh, yeah. Watson there's there's been a lot of Watson slander um, on this podcast. Okay, so their worst look is their 2015 to 2019 brown on white where they had the orange numbers with the white shadowing. Because mm-hmm. shadows... It just looks the same. Because <laughs> shadows are white for I, some reason. I, just, um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's that bad, though. Yeah, it, it just looks the same as the other ones. So. I just feel bad for whoever they're like marketing and designing. Like, all right, we need a new jersey, just, and he's like, Fuck. it's like the problem with the <laughs> like, jazz. Can I change you any just... of the colors? No, brown primary, orange secondary, and there's no like. 
I can't just all right. What's the way? What's our what's our logo? Like what's the basis for like? Is it the a name dog or is it an no, elf? Uh, is, is it a it, person? Is it, is it a helmet? Is it just the color it's itself? Color. It's the Keebler uh, elf. Okay. What is, is it, it Paul Brown? Do we need to draw him on the helmet? Hey, listen. Maybe they will listen to this podcast and hire us as their think tank for their New Jerseys. Um, I mean, next, yeah. we have the da- uh, the Dallas Cowboys, nineteen sixty four to present home white. It's what you think of when you think of the Cowboys. Uh, the worst is their 2004 to uh, 2012 throwback with, surprise, surprise, color on the shoulders. Um, but the white yeah, helmets always threw me off. Those um, do look with the I also need to correct you. When I think of the Dallas Cowboys, I think of the cheerleaders, not their uniforms, mm. my friend. Exactly. That's the Cowgirls. <laughs> the, the same so, thing. <laughs> okay, so next we're on to the Denver Broncos, the 1968 to 1996 <laughs> home jerseys, the, the I orange. I disagree the heavily. What? I think these oh, look like no. shit. No, oh, no. you're so wrong. These are beautiful. Oh, my See, God. this fits in my the color The logo is trash. Of, uh, the my, my, my bright color palette fits yeah. right in. No, I that's a huge. L I'm for, I'm on team Blair here. I am I am all. I they need to go back to. The for team. the record, I think all Broncos uniforms are fucking garbage. But that's just me. <laughs> they need they need to go back. <laughs> is to that these. A, is that from like a hate of the Broncos or? For, I hate their logo. I hate their like institution. <laughs> he just hates everything like the Broncos. Like you hate the Broncos like I hate the Raiders. I also think these like. uniforms look like shit in a vacuum. But that's uh, just. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the worst Broncos uniform is the 2009 away throwbacks. These are the Browns with the stripy sock, and I cannot remember which Wait, player it was. Brandon Marshall. That took it, and then he spiraled his socks, so it looked Wait, like a candy cane. That's not a Steelers jersey? No, that is the Denver Broncos. <laughs> it's, Broncos it's the Poop and Pee jerseys. <laughs> it is so What? Bad. I've never seen Check it this out, in though. my life. What they the are 2-0 and oh in those jerseys. Um, next, That's we have crazy. the Detroit Lions best look, the 82-2001 to 2001 home jersey. Barry Sanders, you know, again, what oh. I think of when I think of the Lions, that's exactly yeah, what that's, I think Yeah, that's the jersey, right? I also don't think the Lions. And the, and the worst jersey is the 05 to 07 home alternate, which is just black. Not every team needs a black jersey. Kay. Every team needs a black jersey. Next, we got the Green Bay Packers. Best look, 1961 to present home. It's the Packers. And the worst is the 2011 throwbacks where they did brown helmets to try and replicate leather helmets, and then they're just navy blue and beige and a yellow circle with numbers in the middle. They're pretty bad. Yikes. Those are quite bad, yeah. Those are pretty bad. Yeah, those are um, good. You know what? Honestly, NFC though, North should no longer be allowed to do throwback jerseys. <laughs> I actually, I don't mind the jersey. I don't mind the look except for the helmet. Like, to be honest about it, you take that helmet situation out of it. They're just boring. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a throwback. It's not supposed to be fantastic, especially with a franchise that's been around since, you know, before Jesus. Like, <laughs> right. let's be honest about this. Um, so next we have the Houston Texans' best look, the 2002 to present away with the white jerseys and the blue pants. Can't disagree J. with J. that. J.J. Watt. Can't disagree with that. I, I like those jerseys. Their worst jerseys, the 07 to 2010, solid reds. Yeah, I don't. They don't even look that bad. Every honestly. solid red jersey scheme I have seen, I have not been a fan of. Bills, yeah. Cardinals. Uh, yeah, the Bills, Texans. Look great Texans. Like, yeah. uh, I, I hated the Bills jerseys. For the Cardinals, last night. it at least makes sense. Has the, the right, yeah, itself right. is like, red, yeah. but like the, for these other ones, it's. Like I don't bad. feel like the Texans have been around long enough to qualify for this list. Is the problem? <laughs> I agree. It gave me, it gave me <laughs> Falcons vibes when They've I first glanced at They've had like a jersey it. change. Yeah. <laughs> Have um, they had like a full-on jersey no, change at no, all? No, no, no. The Texans? <laughs> yeah, no. no, it's just 
No. They've just had the, just three had the colors same shitty like look. The perfect. Yeah, the red, same white, blue. crap since 2000, right? right? Okay, like, all right. The, the next, American we've got flag the, team. We've got the Indianapolis Colts, the 87-94 home, and the worst is the 04 uh, throwbacks, which they literally just took the um, horseshoe off the side of the helmet. That's it. That's the only change. Next, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars, 95 to 2008 home, which I love those jerseys. Uh, and then their worst is the 2007 home alternate, where it was teal, and then they had the 2017. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Uh, and they had the uh, they had the matte black to shiny the gold fade. era, bad. Yeah, um, not great with the gold helmets. Yeah, yeah. No, weird. the Blake Bortles era. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not Jalen Ramsey. Forgive me, forgive <laughs> me. Jake the, Jordles. The Kansas okay. City Chiefs are the next one, and they yep. literally listed the same jersey twice. So yeah, the only difference is white pants. Well, yeah. So one is the one is the uh, the, the sixty eight to eighty eight away, <laughs> and their two thousand seven to present away, which is the same yeah, jersey. Fine. And then their worst look is their two thousand nine throwbacks, where they had the Houston. The two thousand. 2009 season for the AFC was an amazing season because every team only wore AFL throwbacks. Every <laughs> AFC team only wore those. So, like, that has a special spot, spot right, in my yeah. heart. All right, Blair. All right, Blair. Here you go. Here's your time. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers best look. The uh, 2020 present home the alternate. Powder blues, the powder baby. blue with so the good. yellow pants. The yellow pants. I, I love the yellow pants. God, they, they do have it good for jerseys. Me. Right? Ugh. So yeah. then their worst is the 07 to 2018 which are still Chargers, good jerseys. <laughs> yeah, which, still which are still good jerseys. <laughs> it's it's the Philip Rivers era. It's the, yeah. the, the this jersey yeah. up on the wall here. The, the, the yeah. Tomlinson era. Uh, it's not bad. No, I, it's just too. It's too, it feels too muted. I have, that's I've, why the baby blue is so nice. Because mm-hmm, there's so many of those navy blues yeah, out exactly. in the NFL right now. So I have harped on this before. Um, I will concede that most people like the powder blues, but for me personally, if I was a Chargers fan, my favorite would be the 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 Junior Seau navy blue with the white lightning bolt. Uh, the, the, the one of know, the alternate jerseys. Yeah, ju- yeah. I, I have I, that. I, it's your alternate it. with the dark blue helmet with the dark blue face mask. They're almost there with those navy jerseys. They're so close. All they have to do is match a helmet to those jerseys to wear as an alternate twice a year. You know, just and to, that would make me happy. That, that's fair. And just to touch on the powder blues one more time because I love doing that. Um, I think they're one of the few teams that, like, when teams have been they've, they've been, they've been trying to simplify everything. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, you're just like, what? That's, that's boring and stupid. But the Chargers simplified it, and it looked better. True. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really torn, because I'm a little bit with Luke that, like, from, like, a rose-tinted how I remember the Chargers, in my head, it's the Ladanian Tomlinson Jr. Seau era as well, mostly because of my age, because I'm pretty pretty close in age to Luke, so... But at the same time, I, I, I just aesthetically, I don't hate the, the, I like contrasting color, like sharp contrasting colors, whether it's the jeans I wear or you know, mm. my sports logos. I, yeah, I don't hate the baby blue because it, it, it juxtaposes really well in terms of like energy and yeah. style with like a lightning yeah. bolt because yeah. they're both like high energy See, I don't know. Colors. I don't know if I think I like the, the navy but. blue because the yellow and the white lightning bolt really pop out of it because it's yeah. a dark background. That's again just me. All right, moving on. Los Angeles Rams. Best look, the 73 to 99 and then 2018 to 2019 home. It's what you think of when you think of the Rams hey, jerseys. Chargers, can we copy your homework? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, True. sure. Just change it a little bit. True. Um, and then their worst look is the 2017 to 2019 away jerseys yeah, when they bad. first moved to L.A. and they couldn't do anything yet. Yeah, <laughs> so those were pretty they were like, too. we're just going to do this. Um, so, so can I next. just say, Rams fans scarred me for life as a child. 
When I was living in St. Louis, go to a Rams game. I'm like nine years old and have a grown man in my face after the St. Louis Rams beat the Jets on a game-winning field goal. <laughs> Oh my Grown God. man funny. in my face in the bathroom, and I'm nine years old. Holy shit. Screaming, were, you Jets a, suck. were you wearing a Jets jersey? Yeah. <laughs> what is, I'm nine. Of course I'm decked out right. green and white. Man, I'm proud to be a Jets fan. <laughs> Not so much anymore, but. Uh, hey, we got to find that timestamp oh, no. from the beginning of the episode where you screamed that you were quitting on the Jets and you were done with them. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm done. So, I'm done. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> so next, we got the Stay Miami. Classy, St. Louis. Miami Dolphins best. Look, the 87 to 96 home. Um, yeah, I call those, those the, fire, the, the Ace Ventura jerseys. Those are <laughs> Finkel. awesome. Um, <laughs> the laces. Uh, those, I like those so, you know what? I have been, uh, since I jumped on the, the Dolphins bandwagon, I was like, I could get a Marino jersey, but it would have to be that that year. Um, all right, so then the worst look is their 2016 who Color Rush. The yeah, solid who, who okayed was, that? Who okayed okay Color Rush jerseys in general? Hey, the Chargers <laughs> Royal Blue Color Rush jersey is... Mm. All right, so, but it's their worst jersey that they have. <laughs> no, no, no. Is the Navy, our no, navy blue jersey alternate only, is our only worst. because they don't have the navy blue helmet. You're right. Well, uh, next, next moving like no on. Color on them. Moving on. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings best look. 69 to 95 away. Are we going through all 64 of these? <laughs> yes, that's why I'm trying to f- slam <laughs> through right. them, and everyone keeps stopping me. Minnesota Vikings 2007 to 2010 home alternates. The Brett Favre years. Uh, the Patriots. We got the 84 to 92 home. It's the red with the. The the bent over minute man <laughs> hiking the football. Did you just Patriot say the Brett years of the oh, Vikings? The yes. alternates. Okay, yes, yes, yes. that's where we're at. Uh, Never mind. So New England Patriots. Current we're on the Saints now. Is yeah. the is the current worst? Uh, their current home is the worst. The solid blues. Uh, the Saints. We have the sixty seven to sixty nine and ninety six ninety. Eight away, which is the gold numbers uh, on the white jersey, and like their lot, worst actually. look is the seventy five to eighty five home. Um, then we have the Giants, which I've been saying repeatedly this year that their throwbacks to these, the 89 to 99, is what they need to go back with originally. Blue helmet says Giants on the side instead of the NY, which is what mm-hmm. their worst look is in 75. You can see that the current ones are trying to look like that. Uh, the Jets, 1990 to 1996 away. Green helmet, Jets. Oh, the Joe White Namath. Bring yeah. the jersey mm-hmm. Back, yep, please, yep. dear God, yeah, those yep. look Woody Johnson, mm-hmm. get your head out of your ass, start doing this franchise a favor, yep. Yep. and bring those jerseys back. They got the helmets, that was step one, yeah, and now they the just need to get the rest, um, <laughs> and a quarterback. But <laughs> so, their worst is the, the 2007 to 2011 like, throwbacks. Is that, pack? is that a Packers jersey? They look like the Packers, <laughs> it's the Titans, <laughs> or it's like a cross between a Packers and Chargers yep. jersey. Yeah, well, no, it's, like, it's the Titans New York jersey, so I can have some appreciation for this jersey. Well, and then in those years, they played the Tennessee Titans, who were wearing the Houston Oilers. So, yep. the Titans. Were the Oilers and the Jets were, were the, the Titans. Titans? It was a fun game. Um, it was pretty fantastic. So. And guess who won? <laughs> the, the Titans. Titans. The Jets. Oh wow! But they weren't playing. Shocking. The Titans were playing. Wait, I thought you said the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're right. You're exactly right. the thing. You're right. That the I was... Titans won. Titans beat the Oilers. <laughs> You're right. I'm not tracking. We're good. Uh, okay. So uh, God, Oakland, we should have won a Super Bowl. Oakland Raiders time, right? best away jerseys. <laughs> the Raiders jerseys, but with silver numbers. And the worst is the 2009 home throwback where it's exactly the Raiders jerseys except the um, logo on the helmet is inverted. It's silver background. Uh, this also, guy also bad. said the Raiders do not have a bad uniform in the Super Bowl 
era. Because they only have one it's uniform. One uniform. Yeah, it's, it's one yeah, uniform. I'm not going to lie. I kind of disagree that this is their best look. That's so I boring. I don't like the white with the silver. I don't oh, like I think it, it looks so good. I don't like it either. Especially it I, like, it's okay. Lane always I'm going I'm to I'm gonna crop that, that out. Blair saying, oh, I love the black with the silver. I said white. Did no, I, I said white silver. with the silver. Okay, okay I'm oh, gonna crop that out. It's, uh, it's, it's but, okay, it, but it's, it's very visually appe- appealing watching that jersey playing against uh, the home Saints, full right. black with the gold. Like that just looks yeah, good. I would say okay. I can't disagree. There, and I went but, to a Raiders yeah. Saints game this year. It was, uh, it was pretty okay, crazy. So uh, Eagles best look. The 85, out, right? 85 to nothing. 95 home. That's the Kelly green with the silver wings on the helmet. Mm-hmm. And here's another one for the worst look. 2007 throwbacks Ooh. where it is. Baby oh, Blair, are, are you telling me you don't like baby blue and yellow? No, is that what you're telling that's, me? That's, that's, it's different. <laughs> it yeah, is different. Is, Dude, these uniforms are exactly like these modern Boston Red Sox City right. Connect garbage. <laughs> those those exactly. uniforms. Oh my like God, the, is that where they got that's their inspiration? That's what these look like. Uh-huh. Dude, that, those uniforms look like my son's first diaper change after his first birthday. <laughs> after oh. eating all that icing on his cake. Oh, that's okay. what those uniforms yeah. look like. So now True. we're uh, best Steelers uniform. The Steelers there is uniform, because um, it's the fucking Steelers. But fucking their Steelers. worst uniform, this is what the we, were talk- oh, we were talking about. You were talking about the Bears no, having bad the ones. Bees. The bees. <laughs> oh, God. These 2012 yeah, to 2016 throwback <laughs> where they have They wore numbers. this for four seasons, bro? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah, um, don't you dang. remember Antonio Brown lighting people up in those? <laughs> I guess. And yeah. it's the same color. Or Juju like, Smith-Schuster destroying Vontaze Perfect in this yeah, uh, uniform? Because that was a thing. And they nah, have the same pants uniforms that the Bears that wore. I'm pretty sure it was the same one. It was this one, wasn't it? When they when Juju got yeah, when Juju, back? Yeah. Uh, I think it was they were in different threads. Yeah, I don't think, I don't Juju think they were got in into the Or was it Antonio was in this uniform when he got blown up? I think it was Antonio Brown. Who no, no he was in his black jersey yeah, when he got the line. Okay. Up, yeah. All right, next Sam- Next to San Francisco 49ers, the 2009 to present. They just modernized the old ones. Um, and then their worst look is the 96 to 97. That's when they went to the dark. Bad. They went to the darker gold. But again, just um, like in, no in bad reference to right? the entire 49ers jersey yeah. catalog, that is the worst. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah just okay. back to, the, you know, just not a bad one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Seattle Seahawks, uh, 83 to 2001 away. I kind of want them to bust like these old. Seahawks jerseys out. I think these you know. look like shit. No, I'm, I don't want these them to go back weird. to it like permanently, but I think it would be cool to the see logo a modern. Just looks so corny. The it's the same. It's the same logo. They no, just changed. The, they just changed the colors. Speaking, speaking of no, the Seahawks, I think they like they like slanted the eye differently in the Nike one. I, like there's there's like little I will differences. Say that back it. in the day when this sort of art style was just more like normal, and we didn't have the context yeah, to like view the, it as the cheesy. oilers broncos right, like Seahawks, i liked yeah, these yeah. back in the day in like the ni- late 90s like ricky waters era he was like my favorite steve back for a while yeah like john kitna or whatever like john kitna. um but speaking of the seahawks can i have but, geno smith no, back i gotta say no, <laughs> hey, we'll he- trade you like a, a second round pick bro <laughs> it's not the helmets that piss me off with these it's that the rest of the uniform just looks like a cowboy's uniform to right me. right that's yeah. that's ugh. um okay i'm gonna power through these last ones uh seahawks worst is their 2002 to 2011 home yeah those are disgusting um this one i i want to get into but i've already ran over this segment longer than 
longer than I wanted to take. Tampa Bay uh, Creamsicles is their um, best. <laughs> that is the best. And, that is the, maybe and the best their worst the the is the Jameis Winston era, you know, great. Again, Famous Jameis with the shoulders, with the alarm shoulders clock colors. numbers. That's yep. what did. Why is he not starting? Okay, uh, the Tennessee <laughs> Tennessee Titans' best uniform is the Houston Oilers. Um, <laughs> their worst jerseys, the twenty uh, nineteen ninety nine to uh, twenty seventeen homes. They uh, look fine. They're fine. They're okay. But again, yeah. this guy has a vendetta about things on but the shoulders. I, I like the logo a lot more. And the one. last one, Washington's best look is the uh, 70 to 71 home with the yellow helmets with the Radio Shack logo apparently on their <laughs> helmet. And, and the yeah. worst is, I fully agree with, uh, the 2013 uh, 2019 home throwback where they just, look like Florida State. Just color vomit. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah, that I, one I think their is, current look is better is than the what worst. they picked for 1970. The 1970. 71 literally looks like a 49ers uniform, but just slightly more yellow instead of gold. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of the teams in that era that were gold and yellow <laughs> and, or, and red, and they're like, you know, what if we just like... All three teams. Yeah. Hey, the Chiefs look like, hey, Niners, you mind if we just... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even like... It, like a... a, a, a the imitation is so perfect. Like yeah, exactly. they didn't even it's like care to change it at all. They're like, "Let me copy your homework." Yeah, sure, change it. <laughs> oh, okay. you mean we're still gonna put our team name inside like an oval on the helmet? Oh, no, we're cool. gonna slightly change the oval, um, <laughs> and the all letters right. interlock. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to skip since that ran a little bit longer than I wanted to. We're gonna skip over a couple ones that aren't really time sensitive. Uh, we are going to talk now. Do you guys believe that the Buffalo Bills need? home field advantage to win the AFC. I don't think so because I think and I think Josh Allen specifically is the only person in the AFC who can walk into Arrowhead, drop his balls and walk out with a W. Other than Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow is Patrick's daddy. Joe. Sorry. Cool. Sorry Pat. Joey B. Yeah. Let, let's let's be honest about this. What they need to win the AFC for him to stop turning the ball over in the damn red, red zone. zone. Oh, yeah, my Which is God. weird because it's kind of a problem that just popped up like this year. Yeah, well, I don't know. Really, I think it was a problem like, earlier in his career. He got over it, over it and, and, now, was, and then he co- has come back to hero I ball. Just, I feel like he's yeah trying to play too much hero ball, right? Like, which, dude, you have weapons. Well, also, Ooh. you have a strained UCL, which you shouldn't be trying to play hero ball with. Right. Because like, I, I have dealt with that injury personally and it doesn't just go away in like two weeks and yeah. if you keep throwing the ball it's just gonna just, it's just gonna be sore forever until you go get bills, a platelet injection or yeah. something if i'm the bills right now i have clinched the playoff spot i am benching yes josh allen yes. for the rest of the state they, 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 well, they need so the so one seed they can't they the, can't let off the, the question kansas yeah. city right that there is the question I, right you know, there you give it up i don't i don't care would you rather have home field advantage and an injured josh allen or a healthy a healthy MVP caliber Josh Allen. And then you have to go through three different uh, teams' home stadiums to get to the Super Bowl. See, that that's the question. I don't <laughs> think they need home field advantage. I think they'll do just fine. All of what I'm saying, I agree with you. Like, yeah. I, don't, like, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Josh See, Allen's a type of talent that at 100%, he can win anywhere, any game, anytime. Yeah. See, that's, and it hurts me to say that. For the problem, man. though, is I don't know that resting is actually oh, yeah, going to get him to 100%. You know more about him than we do. Because <laughs> as I said, the type of injury he's dealing with, it just doesn't get fixed till the offseason, if yeah. ever. So, yeah, like, so for me, would they like home field advantage? Yeah. Absolutely. They would love to have everyone come up to cold ass Buffalo to play, mm-hmm. right? Do they need it? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So next, um, it's just been a topic that's been popping up constantly. 
the roughing the passer calls in the NFL. I believe it started in what, week six uh, with um, uh, the Falcons on Tom Brady mm-hmm. when it was a yeah. normal uh, gentle sack. Jarrett, Jarrett, you didn't even really Grady tackle him. He just Grady pushed Brady Jarrett, and they, they threw a flag on it. And yeah. we, in the last two primetime games as of this recording, we had two of them. One of them, Blair can't even deny, was a terrible Terrible roughing the passer call on Justin Herbert when they were yeah, playing the Dolphins. Yeah, he brought him down God. to the ground, had his arms out on the side of him to stop himself from landing on him. And gets roughing the passer. Gets roughing the on a third down Damn. and long. It's That's like third rough. and fifteen, I think. And then fast you were forward. like, "Good call, Ruff." <laughs> well, I was like, "Oh, the drive's over." What flag? Oh, it's probably holding. Yeah, roughing the pat. That wasn't rough. Okay. Thanks for fast forward to last week. And then we fast forward to Thursday. Nick Bosa, exact same thing. That was a pick six that went for a touchdown. Damn. That they took back because <laughs> of a roughing the passer that was not roughing the passer. This is why Luke wanted to talk well, about it. Well, my thing is, <laughs> no, I wanted to point. talk about it after I saw after I saw that first uh, one because that one was that one was. Fucking terrible! And I was like, no way. I'm just like, oh, yeah. consistency. Oh, yeah. And then, here, right? when it's at least from my own viewing this year, when then it's a quarterback that they don't care about, that isn't one of the top guys that we all love to, yeah. you know, romanticize about. Well, then that person can get their absolute clock cleaned and no flag. Mike White, so. he got absolutely oh, crushed. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Twice That's in that literally game. why he got absolutely. had to be taken out of the game. Blasted. Absolutely. Nothing. He, he took like a kidney oh, shot. His name was Yeah, Tom we watched Brady, him get so. folded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Dude, Luke that Mulatto hit? That. Good. God. Right. So, How did he get off the field? Is he, uh, is he in like concussion protocol? I no, no, he was trying to. He ribs. went to 10 different doctors to try and clear him to play today, and none of them would do yeah, it. Yeah, his ribs oh. trash. That's why Zach Wilson is playing. That sucks. Um, okay, so. I found some tweets after the. Um, after the... As Zach Wilson throws a touchdown. <laughs> um, he can throw a touchdown, guys! This is a miracle! He literally um, just threw a touchdown. I found some tweets that were pretty funny after the, the Dolphins-Chargers one. Uh, RG3 said, what in the French toast kind of roughing the passer call was that? And then oh this one is, is Pat McAfee bringing up a really good point. He said, if roughing the passer call is on a failed third down before an obvious punt situation... It should be reviewable. It's effectively a turnover, and all turnovers are reviewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. Well, I want to be honest about this, Pat McAfee. For I understand. <laughs> I understand we're trying to limit. No, no, Jim Irsay wants to bring him on. Right, but like you're playing a grown man sport. Be a man. If you get a hit, stop being a pansy. Um, like, I, there, there are certain, like, I think there's like three criteria that you should really ju- like. If it was malicious the, and it, you know, like targeting, extra yeah. targeting. If you know. you're going out of he's going or low, helmet to helmet, yeah. yeah. I if get you're it. going low or going high, that's it. Or if like that's it. So when you get fucking destroyed and you're like, that's a good play, clean, good. I also yeah. think like head injuries in general well, should be treated. But like my issue is, is it's helmet contact, right? right? right. And it's like, like the, if I hit you helmet to helmet. I get it. Throw yeah, a flag. Yeah. But if I accidentally tap you on the helmet with my head, oh, and you're, you're talking flag, specifically about like rough in the past. Yeah, oh, like okay, it's a, gotcha. like right. I just don't get the, it. Uh, man. The image from the 2019 Chiefs Patriots. Just uh, call it call it consistently. AFC championship like you game. said with Mike White, yeah, like he's yeah, not just getting rough in the past. So call, right? so this this is the thing that I I also looked up the numbers wise. There are more quarterbacks getting injured after they've put these rules in 
than prior to it. We've had more quarterback injuries since they were like, oh, we really got to crack down on the roughing the passer calls. And they're throwing less roughing yeah. the passer in general, but there's more injuries. I blame the turf. And it's just like, what? Turf is horrid. A lot of players are blaming the turf, but too. But the NFL's like hired NFL investigation committee. They're going to perform an internal investigation, and all the answers will be there. It's Obama putting the medal on himself. <laughs> we have like, found no evidence that turf is worse than grass. Like, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. At this point, every NFL team is making billions of dollars. Yeah, they need to replace Put some fields. grass on the damn yeah. field. So I actually read a fun go, stat go, a couple San years San Francisco ago has never had where, not grass. No, so I read a fun stat yeah. where, okay, even the worst drawing team in the league, which was the pre-Baker Cleveland Browns, managed to break even, like looking at their books, they would mm-hmm. have broken even on that season without a single fan showing up to their stadium or paying for any food, Those drinks, TV parking, deals. concessions. And, yeah, purely TV because deals and merch. they just have enough to cover it from TV and even the merch even if you take yeah. the merch out just from No NFL team is operating in the red. Yeah. So no, unless not, they, unless no, they have close. fucked up yeah. terribly. Yeah. They but. literally could have no one show up to the actual stadium to watch any games and be profitable. So there's mm. no excuse no, not to none. replace their fields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, none. No. Absolutely. All right. Um, um, could I touch on ahead. a quick thing? Uh, I just want to do a little uh, depression segment here about the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, so I, was, I just want to give you a brief overview of kind of uh, what we've dealt with this season. I posted this in the chat earlier as well. Um, to begin the year, our GM and our head coach were extended. That well, alone was... Before that, you had a suspension. Oh, I'll get to that. <laughs> oh, um, here we go. Yeah. So our GM, Steve Keim, and our head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, were both extended for multiple years. Um, don't know why. That was a very questionable decision at the time, and it even looks way worse now than it did at the time. Um, Kyler Murray scrubs his social early in the season. Uh, was you know whining about not getting an extension. Um, then Steve, uh, uh, there was a lawsuit uh, from Wilkes, who's one of our coaches. Um, don't remember what that was about, but you know some law trouble. DeAndre Hopkins gets suspended six games for performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, Kyler Murray gets extended uh, for five-year, two hundred plus mil, um, which now, uh, in retrospect, was a mistake. Um, <laughs> there was the homework clause drama. Yep. Everyone remembers that. <laughs> Our running back coach was fired for domestic battery. Uh, we had hard knocks covering us this season as well. There's some drama with that because they couldn't actually cover the fun drama. Um, <laughs> our offensive line coach got fired for groping women. Um, Kyler Murray tears his ACL last, last week. Uh, our GM takes a leave of absence last week after his extension, uh, Kyler Murray's extension as well. And then our all offensive line coach just recently filed arbitration uh, for wrongful <laughs> termination. So uh, Football. Oh, wait, the Cardinals guy, won't wait, be the, good for the several one, the years. The guy who groped women or mm-hmm. Oh, he's filing he a said, wrongful he, termination yeah, suit? Yeah, he said oh. there was, it was unsubstantiated. Mm-hmm. If um, Deshaun Watts could keep his job, so can I. <laughs> yeah, in fact, after that, you guys should be extending me for like $100 million. <laughs> And we're four and nine, four wins, nine losses, soon to be four and ten after today, I assume. In uh, fact, I'm going to have the women I grew up show up to the game, too, next Cole week. Cole McCoy is our starting quarterback. Which, you know what, I watching that 49ers game with Colt McCoy, <laughs> he just had that look. He's like, I am too old. He's like, listen, I know I got a baby face. Colt but McCoy did not realize he would be getting he's like, God, Do you want Zach Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, 
Yeah. Joe Flacco. I'll sit Joe Flacco. Ugh, the God. mighty dragon. Listen, listen, no. Joe Fla- D-Hop. Listen, Joe Flacco forgot. <laughs> still be uh, Joe, Joe Flacco forgot he retired four David years ago. Johnson. Um, uh, so, yeah, moral of the story is uh, the Cardinals won't be good for a very long time, um, if ever, honestly. I'm pretty blackpilled when it comes to the Cardinals now. Um, yeah. I don't think it'll ever get better personally, but you know, <laughs> hey, sometimes it takes ten years. We just need to clean house. Watching. We, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> we just need to clean house entirely. Fire our GM. Fire our head coach. Uh, get new personnel on the field. Like, I'm just uh, yeah, just clean house at this yeah. point. I don't care who leaves, who gets fired. Yeah, just uh, it just okay. takes some time. Man. Like depression 10, segment years. over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, next uh, we got some baseball news. Woo! Yeah. Oh, some. You mean the the best free agent offseason <laughs> we've had in hell? I don't know. Five, five to ten we years. All time? It, oh, shit. There's similar off seasons like the, you know. I mean, like the off season that like Alex Rodriguez signed his big deal with the Texas Rangers twenty years ago might have been similar. But uh, yeah. So in um, light of basically getting over a new collective bargaining and a lockout kind of situation last year. I feel like the floodgates sort of opened this year. There was a lot of teams right. that were kind of crying poor throughout the pandemic that now they've got their revenue streams back. We've got the new CBA. And now it's kind of like, oh, like we kind of had like a like pent up capital that now we're just whoo, releasing into the market. Um, I also think the overall kind of economic conditions we're seeing inflation like Teams are wanting to hedge against inflation, and I think that's why you're seeing all of these big deals with way longer years than we've seen previously, and so let's get into some of those. The big one that we waited on, uh, we talked about last week already, was Aaron Judge re-upping with the Yankees for <sighs> nine years, $360 million, let's gag. say $40 million AAV on the nose. I understand why, but gag. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Does must anybody, be nice to be the Yankees. Is he going to hit three fifteen again? I don't know. I think he's more of a two eighty hitter personally. But just is he going to hit sixty plus home runs again? <laughs> History would say more like forty five, which right. is still right. really good. Still good, but yeah. you know, it's just Jesus. these deals never look good when a guy's thirty six, seven, eight. Very, you know, David Ortiz is Aaron Judge thirty six. He's thirty, but it's like it's a nine year deal. Uh, right, so, gotcha. right, right. you know, the Albert Pujols deal was terrible. The, I think Aaron Judge just, is one of those exceptional players. Like maybe. you just make a my, my make thing is though, for. like just, Judge is notoriously like he was just bad in the playoffs. Yeah, and he really was. He has true. Been. Is that guy going to get you a World That's Series? That's true. Is That's he, a legit question. Is he the man. James Harden of the Major League Ooh, Baseball? Dude, <laughs> puts up unbelievable. That's a comp right there. Take. <laughs> and then falls Man. apart in the playoffs. I will say Judge is a better teammate than that. I could he will never just quit on his team like that. Right. But or come in he, out of shape every season. I would say he looked like he quit at the plate at the mean, playoffs. Hey, man, right, right-handed power sliders are tough for everybody. Right. But um, so moving on past that, um, I'm not doing these in order. I'm kind of doing these in order of like the, the big ones. the ranking right. of like the player themselves. Right. I'd say after that, the next biggest was Carlos Correa going for 13 years, 350 million dollars to the San Francisco Giants who are please stay uh, out of the NL. Yeah, it's a 20 please. it's a 27 and change AAV, which when you look at it that way, it's I I guess that's okay. At right. least that's going to be fine for the first 6 or 7 years. He Carlos Correa can put up that level of value for a while, but again, till he's 39, 40, 41, 
I mean, even I mean, okay, by then you're going to have to move him to second or third base right, because his right. range is going to be shot. Look at Brandon Crawford. Brandon Crawford, they have they're having to get rid of their longtime three time World Series champion, Gold Glove winning yep. shortstop who can hit a little bit, or at least he used to. Yep. He's what thirty six, seven or eight, something like something that, like that yep. and he's already like barely able to hold on to a major right. league job. What makes you think Carlos Correa is any better? Like, yeah, maybe he's the Le- LeBron James of the NB or MLB. Right. Odds are probably, probably not. not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just just on pure right. statistical odds. Right. Like, inflation so, though. But right. But no, and that's I. We normally, you know, we try not to get like too political or whatever. But you can't. Inflation's it, it, not political. It's economic. Well, no, and and <laughs> well, but you know, the 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 discourse often ends up veering that way. But in this instance, I think we can keep it pretty simple. That I think teams are looking at the environment mm-hmm. and being like, if okay, yeah, the, this sucks, but given what's been going on and how little faith we have that it'll get better, might as well lock it in for a price that we can like be assured of that won't inflate further. And right. we'll lock that in now, and we'll give them the extra years because that spreads the cost out longer to where it doesn't it's like hurt financing. Right. Player, well, because yeah. if inflation keeps going the way it is, twenty-seven million dollars thirteen years from now might be the equivalent of like fifteen or sixteen right. today. Right in now, in the future, it teams might will actually lease players. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Or yeah, hell, I don't know. Just. Yeah, the Raptors are picking up a one-year lease on this on, on a Kawhi Leonard on a championship. <laughs> That's. So, so you know, and I do think the fit there with the Giants is good. They do need a Brandon Crawford replacement. They don't have right. a young kid to do it. And frankly, they've got to out. They've got to keep up somewhat with the spending of right. the Padres and Dodgers. I mean, and, and when you consider the Padres and Dodgers have like three Carlos Correa level contracts on their roster, <laughs> where did the Padres get all that money? Uh, that's a there's, whole... there's always money in the banana stand. I rant. Yeah. I, I ranted about that sure. last week, where I think they've got some of that Los Pollos Hermanos money coming in, but. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Where could the Guardians get yep. some of that? Uh, that, so that. Yeah, I talked to Gus Fring. See the, if you uh, can get uh, the the um, uh, so kind of talking on the the Dodgers and free agency. Apparently, um, some word from inside the organization is they're kind of taking a year off of, of big signings. Well, because they're they're like a three or four time in a row luxury tax offender, right. so they're trying to get back down into one of the but lesser tiers of tax. It's because they want to make a push for Shohei next year. Well, also, a lot of people want Raphael Devers next so, year. No, 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 no. Please, no, Dude. God. Gotta no, hate no. the Dodgers. They want, they, want, they want Shohei to move across the town <laughs> to um, be a Dodger. Well, I can just go ahead and get doesn't? the And I can get the Dodgers Me. out of the way while we brought them up. Uh, their only major acquisitions really so far, because they apparently don't want to do the big free agent this year, is they signed J.D. Martinez. He's declining, whatever. He's only going to DH at this point. But uh, $10 million bucks, not bad. They're the right. Dodgers. They always get the big name people. Um, so moving Shohei back, Shohei would become the face oh. of the league if he went to the, Dodge, the Dodgers. Did get Noah Snygardner too? Yeah, he's not I a mean, major he's, item he's anymore. Otani's just such. He's a, a sinker baller. He really it's kind of sad what Pay-way. he's become. Is he like pitcher um, and hitter. Like so wow. after the Correa deal, we're just kind of working our way down the short stops here. So after that, we do have Xander Bogarts. We we did mention some mm, of these signings right, last right. week, um, but Bogarts to refresh, 11 years, $280 million. <sighs> it's an awful lot for a guy who's, again, probably not going to be actually good enough to play shortstop in a few more years. Um, and it's a team that literally has Fernando Tatis on it, who they're going to move to left field. So right. it's yeah. it's a tough 
I again, I don't know how they afford it. I guess it's not my money, so I'll stop worrying about it, right. and I'll just appreciate that. I hope they can beat the Dodgers again. Yeah. Um, as long as it's not the Dodgers. I, I mean, I, I worry a bit yeah, that exactly. Bogarts is. I mean, Bogarts already is kind of displayed pretty mediocre power to be honest like i was a little concerned for as the, as well as he hit last year he only hit like teens level home runs right and that seems like a lot for a guy you're paying that much money to and then going to san diego you don't have the friendly left field dimensions anymore and right. you have the massive center right center field gap where he'll hit doubles all day there he'll still hit for the super high mm. average but i don't know his slugging numbers might not be great Watch out for that. Um, And then let's touch on let's touch on uh, your yeah. So last on the big list is we got Dansby Swanson, who I guess it's a bargain. Seven years, one hundred and seventy-seven million dollars in this market. Still twenty. But but translate that to to Dan numbers twenty-five and change that you told us in the chat. Oh, how right. many years? Well, and, this was and, bef- <laughs> and how much this money? This was before they actually like. So Luke told me in the chat, "Oh, hey, they're rumored to really be closing in on Dansby Swanson," and I sarcastically replied, "Well, given the current market, that'll be for eleventy-eight years and the entire GDP of Trinidad and Tobago." But you know, like, uh, and I was uh, actually I did the math on that. The entire GDP of Trinidad and Tobago would pay for like seventy-five Carlos Correas. And that's oh my it. God, that's a, that's that's what we just need to do. That's our new unit of economics. <laughs> How many Tatises does, um, does Puerto Rico? Yeah, so you know, I, I was I was joking, but not even as far, not even technically one percent off. Uh, so. Damn, that's crazy. Um, so it's a good deal because I guess again you have to factor in the market conditions, and so I'm so happy to not be stuck with Swanson for 13 years, like right. literally half of Korea. Like, yeah. cool. So, and I could see him being. Even if not a $25 million a year, at least a productive player through mm-hmm. the length of that contract. I am, as a Cubs fan, nervous because we got Jason Hayward, who was the longtime Brave, who ended up being our the worst bust in our franchise history. Right. Uh, one of the 10 worst free agent signings ever, I would argue, right up there with like the Barry Zito deal, the, uh, what the heck was that guy's name, Jason Worth. L. Jason mm, Worth was yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. So anyway, we're, I'm a little nervous about that because Dansby Swanson has a career 321 OBP. League average is 330, 340 neighborhood. So he doesn't have a super great approach at the plate. He relies a lot on being able to kind of just make contact with pitches right. in or out of the zone, which is a skill that I don't think ages well because if your bat slows down a bit, now what? You don't have the patience to take pitches anymore, so you're just going to be right. flailing at shit you can't hit. Mm-hmm. That's why right. we. That's why we didn't sign Javi Baez because we didn't think he'd age well, and he didn't. Right. Um, Something so, I would be curious about is, given all the free agency moves that have taken place thus far, what are your top five power rankings post? Oh, post trade. Ooh. Yeah, like just yeah, your top five like right now because we're not we're not completely done. I still think right. we're, we're shifting into where like a lot more trades are going to happen now right. that the big free agents are off the board. But just speaking Ooh, free wow. agent signings, like top five. Well, I mean, I think cha- I think the Mets are up there. Yeah, Mets are probably in the Fuck top five. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still putting them fifth because they, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying in any order, but right. I think I would put the them, Mets. I mean, the Astros haven't. Yeah, the done Astros anything, have to be in the top five. But yeah, they, all they did was they add one. They just added to help it. Them. Um, I know the I, Yankees. I, I'd, I'd the Yankees go, with Rodon. Yeah, they're pretty good. And that I rotation say the rest is of the that rotation the pitching is, rotation is, is just—it's probably Mets, Yankees, Astros, Dodgers, Padres. 
Yeah, right. even Whatever though the Dodgers order. also did nothing, but yeah. right. but they still won a hundred and something. They and you know the, still, the Phillies, yeah, right. they the Phillies the would have to be sixth. Phillies, they're yeah. right there. I mean, all they've done is add. I mean, you can't say they're going to be worse. What about the out. St. Louis Cardinals? <sighs> they're they're probably seventh, eighth. They're like, top ten. They're in there. They're top in 10. that. They're in that. Like they're in Didn't the tier Goldschmidt below. Win MVP. He did. Am I, am he I did. Face? He My did. Boy, he Paulie, outstanding. Paulie G. Fuck still, yeah. still had, upset he, he beat out. I love you, Paul. Still upset he, he beat out Manny Machado. Well, and I have to. I mean, I got to root for against them even harder because they stole our catcher. They got Wilson Contreras <laughs> now, and I hate that so much. Yeah, and I really hate that he even like wrote all like romant, like waxed romantically about what it means to be a Cardinals <laughs> catcher and oh god to follow in the legacy I mean, of Yadier Molina. I mean, okay, oh, Jesus Christ, but to dude. put that into football perspectives, that's like a Chargers player. The going Cubs to are the, just as a storied of a going, franchise. Well, no, no, no. I'm just More so. rivalry going from the Chargers to the Raiders, and then talking about how great it is to be a Raider. <laughs> it's, it's that, that is bad, that man. that is it's the that equi- that's the football equivalent it's of what just happened. Bad. Because they're both friendly. Like we try to have like a quote friendly rivalry Ooh. rivalry more so than Giants, Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox. But like man, now that shit is not. <laughs> no, the best sports rivalries are the cutthroat ones where some where people play a little bit too hard and you know maybe some quarterback just, running out of bounds gets absolutely just, I just thrown I, into the I ground just, and destroyed. Just, it hurts and then to have the greatest to root. quarterback of all time is made. Uh-huh. <laughs> it just hurts to have to adjust my mentality to root right. against a guy that I really like so right. much because Wilson. It's not like he was he was a call See up. He was a call up during mm-hmm. our World Series year and just immediately smashed and was a major contributor in our playoff run. And he always plays with like fire and energy. And he's one of those catchers that's not afraid to show off his arm and try to pick dudes off at whatever base. He doesn't care. Right. Like. He always slumps in the second half because he gets tired. He always has some kind of hamstring thing in right. August. It, that's why he's always an all-star. And then you look at his numbers at the end of the year, and you're like, eh, you should hit more than 240, dude. Right. But yeah. still, he's going to hit you 20-something home runs. He's going to throw out base runners. But he's got heart. He's got heart. God he runs, damn it. He's a catcher who runs hard on every play. That's why he always pulls a hamstring. But right. he, 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 you you yeah. the effort and energy and fire you can't teach and right. you want that and he's also just not out of your Molina so him right. sitting there saying right. oh I'm going to follow in his footsteps cool then why don't you become the best defensive catcher of all time and <laughs> learn to call a good game and frame pitches because he can't do those things very well I still remember so. in the, it was the 2020 um, series between the Cardinals and the Padres mm-hmm. and it was the the national broadcast every time. They showed Molina on the broadcast. It was just them. Oh, just oh, he's just. It's just so good. And then one of the Padres announcers, the one of the Padres announcers, was like, "Uh oh, Molina's back on on the screen." And it was the gif of the lady getting hit in the face with hot dogs. <laughs> and I was oh like, so every time I saw him for the rest of <coughs> rest of his career, I was like, "Oh, there he is." Yeah, that's um, incredible. So, yeah, I guess uh, trying to not get too sidetracked. I guess we're moved off the shortstops. The next biggest free agent signings are now all pitchers. We ran through some of them last week. Jacob Degrom going to the Rangers of all teams. I guess. Okay, cool. Maybe he just wanted a team he thought would give him some run support. It's like a nothing move. Yeah, uh, yeah it's weird because the Rangers are that team that's always just never has enough pitching. So yeah. maybe Degrom thinks and they're, they've been kind of irrelevant for the last yeah, few years. Well, anyway, really, ever yeah. since they tore apart the like team that got them to the world. World Series like ten years ago. Yeah, they they're 
I don't know. It already looks like Marcus Simeon was a terrible signing. Seager was... It just... I don't know. He'll help them. But is the rest of their team filled out enough to beat the Astros? Hell no. (laughs) So what are you doing? It's like that time Zach Greinke went to the Diamondbacks. No offense to your Diamondbacks. It's okay. Or Or Madison Bumgarner. Don't understand why he thought going to the Diamondbacks would be better than the Giants. But okay. You know. Cooler jerseys. Fair and logo. Fair. Um, <laughs> Better speaking hats. of your Diamondbacks, they're, they're not making major moves this offseason because I think they just want to continue. We're banking on our young talent, yeah, no, that's baby. What, that's what you guys are doing. And Hell also, yeah. I think your ownership looks Draft around. Draft and develop. <laughs> well, and honestly, it's like you guys. If I was in your front office, I too would be looking around at the Dodgers and Padres and Giants and being like, "The fuck am I supposed to do? I don't have that much money." Like, develop well, young talent. Def- like, of course. And you know, their young talent did take a step forward last year, so. Yeah, that's the problem is, you know, some of these other teams, they develop the young talent. But also and have they the have money. to give it away after developing it. Thank you, know, you Marlins. So it's the Diamondbacks uh, not are, having Francesco Lindor anymore. The Diamondbacks are, though, like a tier <laughs> above the Guardians and Rays in that scenario. Right. Like, they will occasionally reach out and try, like the Granky deal or the right. Baumgartner deal. They, they've tried here and there to get some big names. Um but yeah, they're 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 it's not a super. Uh, I would think Phoenix would be a super attractive market for a baseball team. It is since it's fair weather and, and it's everything. where the spring training is. Mm-hmm. So but we anywhere. just I don't know. We 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 kind of don't. The, get it's just you're in the like division with the Dodgers. You know? That's it's the problem. That property tax sucks down there. I but, believe it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we got so beyond that, the ones we've already covered. Uh, so yeah, Carlos Rodon that Luke touched on—that's a big one. Nobody really knew here where he was going to go. I was hoping he'd go to the Angels. Throwing him in with Garrett Cole and Nestor yeah, Cortez. I mean, they just, already had a good. Ugh. Yeah, their starting rotation was already really good. They, they needed, needed help in the bullpen and, and the relievers like, and closing. And like, like when the Warriors got Kevin Durant. Yes, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah, whatever. Yankees are, you know, the rich get richer. We should have expected it. Um, They'll still fall that apart. That kind playoffs, of though. takes care of most yep. of the top tier guys. The, the right, remaining right. signings that have happened this week that I would argue are noteworthy are, again, more of your kind of second tier pitchers, like Chris Bassett going to the Blue Jays. Um, that uh, will help them. Clevenger to the like, White Sox. You know how thin Ugh. my bullpen is. Well, no, and see, so you guys exercised your option on Bass for a good price, so that's nice. I mean, I'd like to see you guys add another arm but at least you kept yeah that's the good what one. it seemed like to me every single time it was like oh look at all these pitchers and the mets yeah you might well because the problem is you lost ross stripling who was pretty mm-hmm. low-key good you need a replacement for him so chris bassett is a little better than ross stripling and will eat more innings I, I, I think but, our big play is coming with a trade of one of our catchers. Yeah, and that because we still we haven't filled the Teoscar Hernandez right, sized hole in and our that's lineup. That's why there's a lot <laughs> of links between your team and mine, the Cubs and Blue Jays. So we have an All Star Gold Glove switch hitting left fielder named Ian Happ, who's in the final year of his deal. And the Blue Jays have a big old hole in right field. Ian Happ can play anywhere in the outfield. Um, they have too many catchers. One of them, Alejandro Kirk, also, I think he made the All-Star team, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not let's swap All-Star for All-Star? Eh? I mean, 24-year-old catcher for like 26 or so year old outfielder. I'm down. I'm, I am totally into it Don't, because I know that we have so much depth at yeah, catcher. So and, it's like even if I, we give up our best catcher... I, 
And the Cubs weren't planning on it, but A, we had hoped Wilson would resign, and then B, we have another prospect no one's heard of yet named Miguel Amaya, who was basically Wilson Contreras 2.0, but he just keeps getting hurt. Like, three years in a row, Tommy John surgery, right. got in a horrible colli- like car crash and broke his ankles and Holy wrists shit. at the same time. Like, he's, he's just snake bit. Poor kid. So, so we need a Blair, catcher. Um, your guys signed uh, Kevin Kiermeyer. Kevin Kiermeyer. He's a defensive specialist. I don't know if he can hit anymore. We honest. need that. Because, well, you know, the only way you can stop yourself from blowing the biggest run lead in oh, history in a playoff game is, in a playoff game is to get defense. Uh, and you got Chris Bassett as well. Yeah. No, Bassett is a... He, he put up Wait, another... Wait, I have Bass and Bassett? Yes. Mm-hmm. You have the hound... You've got the you have, Bass Bros. You have the hound dog and the fish. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, and also, important... I think is low-key important. You guys added Don Mattingly to your bench. He's a damn good coach. He was he's, a... He's been a manager for a long, a long Yankees, time. Right? Borderline Hall of Fame player. Probably a lot of people think he should be. Uh, long he time should be man- a Hall of Fame. Long time manager as well I with mean, the Marlins. The baseball Hall of Fame. He's been a long time <laughs> in the Yankees cursed. coaching <laughs> staff as well. He's, he's, he could help... I don't know I how many I just read a comment yeah. from our GM, and he was like electric that he brought him in. You know, he was that's like a childhood hero of his. Mm-hmm. So... So yeah, um, there's more. I suppose yeah. So I don't. I hope that trade happens with right. the Cubs and Blue Jays because then we could just go get Michael Conforto to fill in where Happ used to be for a year. Which, by the way, if you guys don't do that, go get Michael Conforto for a year. He's an mm. okay left-handed bat. He'll, I think he'll the, fit the, there the, the Blue right Jays field. are at the like worst spot because we are. We make the play, we can make the wild card. We can make the playoffs, but yeah. we're not better and, and than the top and, end And your teams. ownership is like willing to spend up, but to only the kind of. Kind, yeah, they're not willing to go like deep into luxury tax, and that's what you're gonna have to do to keep up with the Yankees mm-hmm. and the Fuck Red the Sox. Padres, and... damn it! Quit spending all that money. Well, hey, mostly just because now's our time, guys. Because it busts up the price for everyone else. That's what's upsetting about it. Like, um, by all means, add all the great players you want, but could you not overpay them, please? Yeah, yeah, but um, you're playing a Madden franchise, or you're playing a they, franchise dude, mode. They and are. You see him in the free agency, and you're like, <laughs> I, I have a lot him. of money. I got to make sure I get this guy. I turn maybe like off, seven yeah. times what they're worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've got so, that okay. name now. <laughs> okay, we're gonna uh, move on to our uh, this week's pick and wrap up with our all unit team. All right, so. We did have some games already recap. The Niners sealed up the division by beating the Seahawks 21 to 13. Should have been BCB. more. Thank um, you, George Kittle. Uh, and then uh, the, the Minnesota Niners, Vikings, the largest comeback in NFL history to beat the Colts. 33-point deficit. And Good Luke's job, only Ryan. salty about this because he's he's concerned about seeding. Seeding, yeah. But this is an incredible <laughs> thing to happen to such a snake-bitten and... Yeah, unlucky franchise. What the Vikings? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking and, and speaking of franchises that don't deserve nice things, the Cleveland Browns won, beating the Baltimore Ravens thirteen to three. Come on, and Lamar, please. We had a very, very good, very close, entertaining game between the Dolphins and Bills. Uh, Bills winning thirty-two to twenty-nine. I yeah. think um, the Dolphins are getting exposed a little bit I, because they, they played. Can't, they can't run the ball, and Tua can't throw it outside. If, so teams are just stopping the run, right? And they're like, okay. Huck it deep. Let's see what happens. But I feel like they made adjustments because both they the 49ers and points. the Chargers had a good defensive plan against them. I feel like they adjusted to because they're like, okay, cool. The defenses are going to run what those last two teams did. So right. now we're going to change our offensive approach. And Raheem Mostert had 100 rushing yards in the first fucking quarter. 100. 
in yeah, the he'll first quarter. He'll do that sometimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so um, did it all come I think I think the Dolphins now? will be fine after the after watching them and the adjustments. I think they're going to be fine. They're still going to make the playoffs. They fold um, against good defenses, and it just just is what it is. <laughs> they fold it against a not, not good defense. Yeah, but be uh, me. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So. Uh, so let's go with our picks. We have some games in progress. Most of them are pretty, pretty close. Uh, so first we have the Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints. Who you got? Saints. Saints? Okay. Pretty easily for me. The, Saints the, the winner of so this game weapons. is still going to be Tom Brady because both those teams still suck. And Desmond and Ritter is starting at quarterback for the Falcons. <laughs> he should win that division. Right. But yeah. if I got a pick, sure. it's got to be Saints. Okay. Famous well, Jameis starting, the Saints maybe. on this one, Dan? Uh, yeah, I'll go Saints as well. All right, so we have next we have the Eagles and the Bears. Which, uh, while you were talking about Dansby Swanson, mm-hmm. the Bears are leading six to three, had the ball at the 10 yard line, ended up punting in the situation because of a fumble and a sack and another fumble. <laughs> so they punted, and they were in field goal range. But then, but I they guess picked they trust twice. twice. That so being said, Bears that being said, they're still up by three. So and they yeah. picked off Jalen Hurts uh, twice. I think Jalen Hurts is uh, like on an MVP type season right now. I think he's very dynamic. Uh, I think the Eagles probably win. Okay, but, um, it, but if he loses to us, and this does is that hurt from his me. MVP case? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, hundred percent. You know, the fans are going to be like, "What?" As as the guy that's been peeping stats the entire time, Jalen Hurts has thrown two picks in this game already and looks like absolute garbage today. But I still got to go with the Eagles. Yeah, same here. I mean, I, I we, we tore apart our own defense on purpose. So <laughs> here here comes Blair. Here comes Blair. Chicago right Bears <laughs> coming in. They're gonna bear down those nuts on the Eagles, right? Good. You know what? I hope you're right. You know what? Awesome. I think the Eagles are gonna win, but I'm really pulling for the Bears. So. All right. Next, we have the uh, the widest point point margin currently. Uh, Dallas Cowboys at the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> the Cowboys win that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. The cowgirls. Yeah, the girls are actually good this year. At least they're a good yeah, regular they, season. They, 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 they didn't choke away the, the uh, Texas again. Bowl. Yeah. 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 He's been for a few weeks now. Okay, next we... Don't worry, the Cowboys are going to do what they classically do, and they'll be real good through the regular season, then losing the divisional round to a team that they should probably have beaten. (laughs) Okay, so now we have uh, the game that we're currently got in the background here, the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets, currently a three-point lead for the Lions. Personally, I believe in the Riz God, Zach Wilson, uh, so I think uh, the Jets pull this out. All right, let's be honest about this. This is Zach Wilson's last chance. This is, this is his make or break. Like, he doesn't pull this off. This could be the last season we see him in a Jets uniform. Um, as a homer, <laughs> I have to say that the Jets are going to win. I need them to right. win. I need a playoff berth, or I might just 86 myself at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking the Lions just based on their recent play and their trending direction. Although I will say I'm no Jets hater. I think it's a really nice story that they don't totally suck this year, and I yeah. kind of would be great if they did make the playoffs. Just, you know, but... Mm. I don't know, man. If, it, if somebody would have had to tell me whether or not Zach Wilson was able to get a trip to Milf Manor before the game, then I'll know if he'll play well. If he got Milf a trip, Manor. if he got to go to Milf Manor to, you know, blow recharge, off some, then, recharge you know, his battery, then he might have a good game. I, I want to go ahead and tell you, 
I know about 200,000 Jets fans across the U.S. that if that's what it took for Zach Wilson to play good, they would pimp their wives out. <laughs> I'd be one. I would call up my ex-wife and be like, I am sending you to Zach. Take care of business. Take one I need for a the damn team. Super Literally. Bowl. Literally. Right. All right. Um, Blair. Oh, we know yes. Blair's pick. We know Blair's pick. Here we go. I cannot... Stress enough how much I believe in these Detroit Lions. Oh All right, you've it's got Dan Campbell. Off. He is the head coach that you want. Are you Dan Campbell. Look, are you going to look at me and be like, "Are they six and seven? Yeah, right. But they're five. They've they're on a five game win streak. Oh, right. Okay, they are. I didn't hear that. Content. So Jared yeah. Goff is playing. He is in 2018. Jared Goff form right okay. now. I'm not okay. So, so above I, average. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly one, above average. One touchdown well, and no, not it was a like, It was like 27 touchdowns. <laughs> so, you're saying, so you're yards, saying he rose picks. the golf line. So, no, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's, he's throwing 22 touchdowns. He's now officially a starting quarterback. And only one of them not in a dome. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, throwing it out but, there. Well, two. But then we have to <laughs> talk about the other up. thing. Uh, is that they are efficient in the red zone. True. Williams. When they get there. You mean has more <laughs> points than anyone else in the league? I think he has fourteen rushing touchdowns right now. It's insane. Fourteen or fifteen fantasy right? draft. So yeah. I, I just have a lot of reasons to. Be- this team has got this vibe of the. Uh, I, I keep I keep thinking about this, but the uh, twenty nineteen uh, Titans mm. coming in in the last wild card spot, beating the number one seed or the fifteen and one Ravens, beating you know the. Uh, Is that when they pick six? Uh, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady's very yeah. last pick six. The Tom Patriot. Brady beat the Ravens mm. at home and then barely lose to the Chiefs. So I do. Need I to think say, that's what the Lions are about to do. I need you to put some respect on Amon Ross St. Brown's name here. Okay, <laughs> everyone's like, he's only had God. three good games. Blah 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 blah. This dude has been solid for mm-hmm. two. Uh, isn't he years. a top? Isn't he a top receiver this year? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. a second round pick. Oh, he's huge. Yeah, playing lights out. Dude is a stud. And then they finally got. Uh, I would like him on uh, my team. The receiver from Alabama. That uh, was a Williams. We got no. a Yeah, I think it is Williams. Yeah. <laughs> and Jameson his Williams. First, his first catch is a touchdown. 62 yard bomb or whatever. Yeah. So, so like, I, I have faith in these Lions that they yeah. are going to go 9 and All 8. Right. If we dress them up the same, can we switch Equiminius and bring over the other <laughs> Bears? Yeah. <laughs> no one will know. Can we have the younger no brother? Please? Right. For the sake of my fantasy team, no. All right. So we've got, the, a, he's, 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 we've got the okay. Pittsburgh Steelers and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, uh, they're both in tank mode right now. Who's it's, the, it's a mid off. You got, I you think got Titty Kisser, a quarterback for no. one of the teams. Oh, that's uh, is he Pickens? in or did they put in Mason Rudolph? Are they Trubinsky time is to starting. find out? Mitch Trubinsky I hate is Mason. starting quarterback. I hate Mason Rudolph so and much. The, and the Panthers are just unabashedly in like Ooh, Sam Darnold versus Mitch Trubisky. Ooh. God, gunslingers in their fucking think, element right think, now. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Panthers win that. Okay. Yeah, I think Sam Darnold's oh. a better quarterback. So the only, <laughs> the only franchise that I hate probably more than the Patriots is, the, is Steelers. the Steelers. God bless you, brother. Every year the Super Bowl has been on my birthday. The Steelers have won the damn Super Bowl, and I am over it. Fuck the Steelers. So <laughs> over it. All my homies hate the Steelers. That being said, the Steelers are probably going to win. Lane appears the game. out of the yeah. ground. I Word. Agree. They have better personnel. But. I think Mitch Trubisky's better than Sam Darnold, so. You're probably okay. right, but Blair? in my heart, Sam Darnold I, is better. I, 
I gotta go with the Panthers. Oh, I, I think... forgot. The Panthers don't have CMC anymore. I'm so yeah, stupid. Yeah, no, he's on the Niners. No, sir. Oh, shit, they do yeah. not. Uh, no, I think I think I think Pittsburgh wins because I think coaching matters, and I think the Steelers got the What's better the coach. What's the Steelers' record? Uh, they're just they're hanging right. This is their first. Se- they're gonna have a losing record this year. This is yeah. their first year in the Michael Mike Tomlin era that he has had a losing record. So, but not eight. by a, but yeah, but not by a ton. I mean, they could win out, and then yeah. they could. Are they five eight and one? They're, they're, they're still, not I'm, winning. I'm yeah. doubling down. I'm still happening. picking the Panthers. Uh, okay, so baby. next uh, of the active games we have on, we have the Kansas City okay, Chiefs at the Houston Texans. Seconds. Sorry guys. And currently, the Houston <laughs> Texans have a touchdown lead on the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, uh, yeah, the Chiefs still win that. <laughs> okay, well, I can't. Uh, like, they just do, yeah. I have the most experience with getting butt-fucked by Patrick Mahomes at the last second. And no matter what the score to he this game is. He just slides right in there. It could be 20 nothing. I still pick the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, I, I okay. can't. All right, games, last games, uh, the, the afternoon games. Sorry, we got the uh, Patriots at the Raiders. Go. We're going we're gonna to lightning round this. Raiders. i got to have the Raiders win. Patriots. Fuck the Raiders. Raiders. Cool. Uh, we have the Cardinals at the Denver Broncos. Ooh, this is going to be a 56-49 to 49 game, I have a feeling. So we got Brett Ripken <laughs> yeah, versus Colt McCoy. Yeah. Wait, did no. you mean to move some decimal points there? 5.6 oh, yeah, right, 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 to 4.9? Yeah, that, this will be the worst yeah, game of the day, I'm okay. willing to bet. Uh, I think the Broncos win it. I want to say there's going to be a record for pick sixes in this game. <laughs> and the Broncos are going to win same, honestly. <laughs> I think the Cardinals are going to come out and play better than anyone thinks they are. I am pulling for the Cardinals too. I think they're going to. I think they'll. Uh, hold on and it's it's because it, now it's at the point where your season is over, everything is done. So now all the Cardinals can really Just do go, is play go the spoiler. have fun and play fucking Listen, football. I hope I think not that they're spoiling out, anything for the Broncos, but right. I think the Broncos will finally be able to breathe but a little, the not having <laughs> Russell Wilson. Yeah, without Russell hold on, hold on. Wilson. I just, I just have to touch on this boys. because I Bears love suck again. absorbing okay. the uh, their misery. <laughs> Uh, Again? Okay. <laughs> when did they? When, when did so they, they were winning. I was they? trying to hold out hope for you here. Okay, so next game, Titans Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Uh, I need the Titans to win, but Chargers. Yeah, I'm picking Chargers. Blair always always stands for my Bears, and I'll stand for his Chargers. <laughs> I uh, okay. So the man who's wearing a Charger shirt is going to pick against the Chargers. Come on, Derwin now. James is out. <laughs> um, we're the most hurt team in the NFL. Yes, we but get... Herbert is healthy now, <laughs> and you can tell that Herbert isn't. Did you just say you're anymore. the most injured team in the NFL? We are the most injured team in the NFL. Do you realize I have no offensive line left? No offensive line. <laughs> I've had there was, three There was a moment, hold on, hold on. There was a moment in the season where my starting receivers were six, seven, eight, and nine on the depth chart were my and starting you, receivers. And you know what? Mr. Carter did me good in a deep, deep fantasy league. So thank <laughs> you to that guy. And Mr. Yeah, when as our, well. DeAndre thank Carter, who was brought in to be a special teams ace, was our number one receiver for like six weeks. <laughs> And you know what? He did me good. So Isn't thank that you, guy Mr. Like five, Carr. Ten, too? So, yeah, so like after all that, you're still picking the Chargers, right? I I think the Titans are going to win this game. Okay. I think Derrick well. Henry is going to bounce back. And I, bold prediction, he's going to break the rushing yards record that Adrian Peterson set on us well, in and also, that's, that's Vegas, a take. Vegas has this as Chargers favored by three points. So, yep. you know. It's a close game. Okay, um, yeah. so we've got the Bengals in Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, 
Jesus. Joe I think, Burrow's just I think Joe Burrow's going to come out and just out. outplay Tom Brady my heart in says, every... My heart says Bengals. My brain says Bucks, but I think I'm going with the Bengals. Down with the king. Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. But Tom could always have one of those games where he just throws four <laughs> touchdowns. I still want to know the answer. But, the, but Tom, Tom Brady's still... supporting cast has been really bad. True. And there is a lot of, That's like, what, that 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 line. Line. the offensive line is not going After he lost year. all three, his two I guards. I divorced my wife for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, wait. His low-key burn of the week last week was when the 49ers and Tampa Bay were playing, and we were all sitting here watching it, and Tom threw, like, his second interception of the day or something like that. From upstairs, randomly, you hear our mom go, shouldn't have left Giselle. (laughs) (laughs) It was the best low-key burn Uh, I have, like, ever heard in my life. I'm not going to lie. I think Tom Brady's more worried about the fact that Giselle left him and is banging her BJJ teacher now. True. (laughs) Let's be real about this. I heard somewhere that Giselle has more international fame than Tom Brady does. Oh, yeah. She's more famous and more rich than him, like, worldwide. She is the reason why he was able to just keep taking pay cut after pay cut to keep making the Patriots competitive. Can we also talk about the fact that she's entitled to half of his Super Bowl ring? Damn. (laughs) So really, he only has. has. Isn't it four? Or does he get to keep the four? So the three he had prior to their marriage are his, and she has no claim to, but the other four, (laughs) she has claimed to half of those Super Bowl rings. That's fucking great. Uh, Uh, How rough is that? I lost my Super Bowl rings in the frickin' divorce. I really wonder if it's the other way around, that if it was really, like, we have this, like, narrative, it's like, oh, Tom just can't quit playing football, or oh, he came home and couldn't stand being the stay-at-home dad for even a month, and it's like, what if it's, like, the complete opposite, man? <laughs> well, we don't he tried, we don't and then know. it's just Giselle's. Just like, you know, that, that trip to, where was it? The Bahamas. The Bahamas, and just, that was supposed to fix the marriage, and just, hey, you know what, like, though? it's not working, I'm, if I'm, I'm going tall, back to football. I'm being petty. You want half my Super Bowl rings? I want half your modeling catalog. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Congratulations. I will take every left shoe you have in the closet. Bang, bang, material. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, next, uh, for the Sunday night game, we got the Giants and the Commanders. Playoff implications in this one. What a fun, exciting game. Oh, what man. everyone wanted, more NFC East. What, here's the question, though. Do we like Taylor Heineke or do we like Daniel Jones better? Taylor Heineke, Heineke, easily. Commanders, though. I I'm do like, the, listen, as as Again, sports fashion guy, as we've talked about. Tyler Heineke, every time he gets a win, he buys himself a new pair of Jordans in the color of the team that he beat. That's so cool. when they beat the Packers, is he that bought him corny some. Or dope? I can't. He I bought. Know. He bought. Yes, that's <laughs> dope, dude. He bought so, after they beat the Packers. He bought some Air Jordan ones in green, yellow, and white. See, it's and fine when it's him. the Packers, but he wore them to the next <laughs> the next practice. He goes walking in with his fresh new Jays after beating Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> That Listen, he doesn't get a swag. lot of wins, so he only has like eight <laughs> or nine shoes. I think but... what would push it to the next level is if he wore him the next time he played that team. <laughs> like he got True. Jordan cleats. Yeah. And oh, he just wore him. I'll, I'll tell you, That'd though, be dope. <clears throat> I still think all four NFC East teams end up making the playoffs. Really? No, I think no, one there's, no. there's one spot reserved for my boys over here. The Detroit no, Lions. You can hold out as much as you want. I think all four NFC East teams end up making the and playoffs. Then, and then three of them lose in the first round when the Cowboys inevitably choke. And no, then no, the oh, Cowboys, yeah. I, no, the I Cowboys will beat the that. Giants. And then the Niners and the Vikings <laughs> take care of the other two. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> 
Remember they're before, not making it very far. We're going to get an NFC playoff man, an NFC East playoff matchup, and no one's going to want to watch it. Yeah, I'm scared like, for the uh, Cowboys Vikings matchup because that's two teams that like do nothing but choke. So who well, wins? It'll be, it'll be, be Cowboys, Cowboys. It'll be Cowboys Buccaneers. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah. Because the Buck, the Bucks win the their division, and the Cowboys and would be a wild currently on top of their division, yeah. followed by the uh, yeah, five I, and I eight. I don't think the Cowboys uh, ever take the Eagles. That's no, no, the Falcons. Oh. The Jaguars and are and then, uh, still alive. The so, so no, as of right uh, now in the Jaguars NFC, it would be no, the, the Eagles the with the bye. Falcons, Saints, and Panthers. Gotcha. It would be the Eagles with the bye, and then it would be the Cowboys, Bucks, the um, Niners. Commanders and then the Giants and uh, Vikings yeah. is how it would sit right now. Um, but yeah, I okay. think the Bills win the Super Bowl this so, year for so the record. Who are you taking in the Giants Commanders game? Giants. Oh, I said Commanders already. Okay. Yeah. yeah. On the back of Saquads. Commanders. Commanders. Giants. Um, in the Monday night game, we have the Baker Mayfield led Los Angeles Rams <laughs> versus Aaron Rodgers at home in Green Bay. I want the meme of the Rams coming into Lambeau and winning. Well, I mean, the beginning of the season, you're making this schedule, and you're like, Rams, somebody in primetime, great game. my hatred of the Rams overrides my dislike of the uh, Packers, so I'm going with Aaron Rodgers Mm. on this one. Are are the Packers even still in contention right now? No, No. I doubt it. They 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 have to win out. They're mathematically so. They have to win out, and Seattle needs to lose another of their three games, and then I believe... The Lions need to lose all the rest of their games, and the Vikings. So the Stars have to. Yeah, align yeah, Stars have to them, super yeah. align. Yeah, they and need I, a lot of. Fun. Not starting love at this point. Rogers is gone next year. Let's just be real about this. He doesn't want to be in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, that being said, I don't have faith in Baker Mayfield. I have got to go. Please with just retire, Aaron. I'm not really tired of this Packers. whole old generation of quarterbacks. Like, come on, guys. You've had your time in the sun. Get out of here, Tom. Get out of here, Aaron. Thank you. You just go. wish that Aaron you Rodgers would both draft of them, better for honestly, your Bears. So, yes, that too. You, but like forcing those guys out. You're like, all right, Matt. I'm sorry. It's time to go. Yes, so, Matt too. Go, who are you taking? Uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, uh, Rams. Yeah, I'm the opposite of Sam. My, my hatred of the I Packers think, is stronger. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think the Packers are going to win this one. All right. Uh, now we're on to the – we're going to wrap this show up with our all-unit team, which I had to make a different choice of unit because you guys I'm changed the criteria. I'm okay with the, I have two for either way I just, It's fine. We'll yeah. do current. I'm just trying to figure we'll out if we're just like the best guy for the job or he just needs to be an absolute mammoth. Yeah, like, that's, I, that's I how I would. Yeah. That was all my, right. that was that was my, my All right, so Blair, let's start with your choice for the 2022 all-unit team. All right, I am taking the uh, starting defensive tackle for the Florida State Gators, Desmond Watson. This He's a sophomore. This man is 6'5", 432 pounds. Jeez. He is an absolute run-stopping unit in the middle of that line. And when you watch him line up, you're like, oh, look at that big offensive. Oh, that's not a big offensive lineman. That other man is big. This is an absolute unit. True. 400. Jesus. <laughs> he really All is. All right, Dan. All right. So, yeah, this actually is tough for doing it just for the players we've actually seen play this year. That's because I don't watch college football, so I don't really get to see a lot of these, like, kind of, like, more comical body types that may or may not actually make the pros. So I'm going to go with just of the pro players I've seen play this year. I'm nominating Blair's very own Toronto Blue Jays all-star catcher. We just talked about Alejandro Kirk 
as my, my as my unit of the year. Hold on, I, I should actually pull up his uh, measurements here real quick. Yeah, so he's of the the short, stocky variety. He is five foot eight, two hundred and forty five pounds. He's a, a bowling ball of a man, and he can rake. He made the All Star team, hitting two eighty five with fourteen homers, sixty three RBIs. But that's fighting a lot of injuries in the second half. He did Damn. the majority of that the first half and hit well over three hundred into the All Star break. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're if we're trying to build an all time team that could compete in any sport. I don't know what his I skills are. I think we need to assemble baseball. our current uh, unit team versus our all time unit team. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I, have I have different, I have different uh, choices for all time unit team for sure. But yeah, for the guys I saw play this year, Captain Kirk, that's where it's at. So I'm kind of in a big debate here because part of me is like, if we're gonna go absolute unit for positions, Derrick Henry. Mm. Like giant yeah. of a man for a running back, but also Trayvon Walker. Ooh. Like that kid is a absolute unit. Like even for a defensive lineman, that dude is a monster. True. Yeah. Um, that being said, I do have to go with King Henry because if we're gonna go a unit to play every sport. Understand. A yeah. guy that size with that much athleticism. I could imagine him in every sport. Like, muscle. <clears throat> Trying just, to stop him on a he's drive. He's got like a very LeBron James-esque build to him where True. it's like very sturdy yeah. and tough. But and also fast. Yeah. But also fast. For some reason. <laughs> but also, I mean, God, it's just so hard. Jalen Phillips. Who is, who's that? Right. Absolute that? Adonis. Defensive end for the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Absolute Adonis. Mm. All um, right. Sam. For my <laughs> unit of the year, I have a uh, uh, starting center for St. John Fisher uh, University, uh, Connor Williams. Oh, yeah. um, seven feet tall, 360 pounds. Uh, the Big Cozy is his nickname. Uh, appeared in 20 games this year. Drops dimes, has a soft touch from three. Uh, he's the kid you don't expect to be good at basketball and then is good at basketball and surprises you. Uh, but this man, like I said, seven feet tall. He's not like a short, stocky unit. The man is... Oh Lord, he coming kind of, kind <laughs> from, of the, from the still that yeah. I that you showed me that I saw. Uh, you don't see many people that are seven one and like big, and their weight is proportional to their height. Yes, like this man, you're like, oh, that guy's like five ten. Yeah. he's five eleven. No, seven feet tall. <laughs> and his actual like YouTube clips of his actual like highlights and stuff are pretty legit. Absolute fire. Pretty yeah. legit. There's a famous clip of him uh, taking a spill at the top of the three-point line. Oh, no. Muscling himself back up, getting a pass at the top of the key and dropping a dime to a <laughs> to a guy going in for a dunk. It and like, every, and the, I actually saw highlight. that and the crowd and other people were like kind of like snickering and reacting like, oh, look, it's the funny big, big man fat guy fell on the ground moment. And then, yeah, no, he, he was totally stone gets back about up, it. Just like hits nothing. Hits a screen, takes like the ball, fucking just like yeah, off. what? Yep. Absolute unit. So all right. Um, so I had unit. to do some scrambling last minute to get my unit, but oh boohoo! My unit, straight out of Melbourne, Australia, offensive tackle for the Minnesota Vikings, Daniel Falele. <laughs> so many linemen on Six this roster. <laughs> foot nine, three hundred and ninety-four pounds. Jesus, Whoa. Mm-hmm. that's that guy. Right there. That is, is amazing. Stacked. And he grew up playing rugby. Could you imagine lining up against a six foot nine, three hundred and ninety four pound rugby player? Is he fast too? Uh, I he doesn't look like he weighs three hundred. 
and gosh. and ninety four pounds. Um, wow, That's he insane. is he's he's a giant. Well, see, now, now I'm curious. How big is uh, Mylotta over there for the Eagles? Oh, I think he's six seven. And I think he's like six seven, six eight. He's got to be pushing three fifty. Another one of those rugby guys. That is Massive. that is scary to imagine a rugby player at that size. That's here's scary. a here's a quick yeah, shot. Yeah, he's six three sixty six. Here's yeah. a quick shot. I think of this that makes me think of like Stephen Adams in the NBA. Like, can you imagine if Stephen Adams was a rugby player? Oh God. <laughs> Show Dan the so or so if we LeBron can get James were a tight end or running back. right. Yeah. See now he you got me like really thinking. He is huge. <laughs> yeah, Jordan right. Mylotta, six eight three sixty six. <laughs> Who? That qualifies Jordan as Mylotta. He's a left oh, tackle over there for the right, Eagles. Right. Yeah, he could uh, play ball. All right, guys. Miles, um, Miles Garrett does. Thank you for for listening this week. We'll be uh, actually, I'm not sure if we'll be back next week because of holidays and such. But if we're mm-hmm. back next week, listen to us. If not, we'll uh, catch you at the beginning of That's next this year. This one was extra long. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. All right, guys. Take care. Peace out and goodbye.